Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. time again. Uh, welcome to the Mega Man Radio Network. Tonight is uh, the School of Deliverance, the program that everybody waits for all week long, including myself. What a fantastic opportunity to get everybody together, get some training on spiritual warfare, get some deliverance, uh, fellowship, and uh, it's always a pleasure to have Dr. Pat Holiday on for the School of Deliverance. Uh, if you were tuning in last night, we had a, uh, a milestone in the Mega Man Radio Network we had over 1,500 people tuning in live, had 400 people in the chat room, and I want to praise God for the, uh, the show last night. Uh, it's going to introduce the, uh, the network to, to more people. Um, keep Steve Quell in your prayers. He's on the front lines, as are many other people right now at this late hour, and uh, I want to thank him for coming on last night. Uh, before we get Dr. Pat on the line, I want to make an announcement um, we are officially on WWCR Network starting October the 31st. Dr. Pat and I will be doing the uh, School of Deliverance uh, Sunday, 4 to 5 p.m. Uh, for the WWCR Shortwave family. Uh, it goes out to uh, thousands of people across the USA who do not use the Internet. Now, when I heard that there are people that do not use the Internet, that uh, caused me to pause. I said, wow, I didn't realize that. But uh, you have a lot of people who are preparing for the day that the Internet goes down, and so they're already ready with their short waves. So uh, thanking God for the opportunity that has opened up uh, for us to take uh, deliverance to the airwaves. All right, we're going to have a great program tonight. Uh, without further ado, let me get on Dr. Pat. Dr. Pat, how are you tonight? Well, I'm okay. You know, I'm a little bit older than you guys, and I didn't, uh, I, I, that music just kind of made me feel like, um, I went back into the past a few years. <laughs> Is that what uh, happened? <laughs> yeah, that that uh that was actually Dr. Stephen uh Houston of um 
a band from the seventies called Froop. Yeah. Now that was before my time, before I actually started listening to music, you know, of course I was born in sixty nine, but uh uh that was uh Froop. And um, you know, folks, the uh the program tonight is about uh bewitchment of the church. You know, Halloween heresy and um just as the lyrics in that uh, song spoke about a guy that was in the occult uh, doing uh, witchcraft ceremonies in the woods, uh, there are real witches and warlocks that are going to be doing that uh, next week. And we've got uh, Dr. Pat Christians going out, and they're going to have their uh, kids doing trick-or-treating, yes. uh, taking them to the newest Harry Potter installment. Yes. And, uh, you know, that shouldn't be because those kids... Uh, are going to go out and get exposed and come back home with something they didn't go out with, and that's called demon spirits. So it's a very serious time, folks, to be aware that uh, the enemy is on the prowl, and uh, there are going to be many human sacrifices over this uh, course of the next couple weeks uh, if Satan has his way. So that's what we're trying to do, educate people. And, uh, you know, what's going on with the church, Dr. Pat? Uh, it just seems to be uh, asleep, running after this uh, third-wave Kundalini. Um, what's going on? Let's open with prayer before we get into that. Amen. Father, we just come to your throne with thanksgiving and joy in our hearts. We thank you that you saw us when we were in darkness and sin. And Lord, the word says that you knew us from the foundations of the world and that your eye is upon us every moment of the day. And we just need to become so aware of your protective power and that your power, Lord, is so much superior to all of the powers of the enemy. Amen. And we just know that tonight, as we come together in one accord, that all of us are in agreement to bind and cage up every witch, every wizard, Every ungodly devil that would come to try to attack anyone in the chat room, all yes. fear is bound. And Father God, we just release your glory over this program. And we ask that you clear the minds and hearts of the people and anoint their eyes and ears that they can hear what you're saying to them this night. No, it's not the devil's night because... We claim this night for your yes. glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And uh, Dr. Pat, um, I'm going to be playing a clip here, and I want to uh, just kind of leave this uh, question for everyone to think about. What is going on with the church, Dr. Pat? Um, okay. I want to cover everybody with the blood of Jesus right now, and uh, we've got a clip we're going to queue up, so uh, stand by. Then we're going to have Dr. Pat uh, tell us what's going on. Stand by. <laughs> Lord, move among us. All right. Tori's got something she's going to release. And when this releases, it's going to be like a starting gun for the ministry time. So those of you who would like ministry, go ahead and stand up. Get in the middle section. Youth, children, those who have been touched by the fire, prepare to minister. Yeah, he's here. 
today the phrase that keeps going in my mind and in my heart is that my deep goes out to his deep. My deep goes out to his deep. My deep goes out to your deep, Jesus. My deep goes out to you. My deep goes out to his deep. My deep goes out to his deep. that is enough and uh, we cover everybody in the blood of Jesus out there right now uh, Dr. Pat that was a clip from um, mainstream Christianity uh, church with uh, Rick Joyner you know the Todd Bentley group uh, this third wave movement uh, what in the heck is going on there well you know what it is is uh, they are following another Jesus by another spirit and uh, what they're doing is you heard the gr- drums in the background. Yes. The third wave, uh, Bentley and Wagner and the whole bunch of them believe that the Native America uh, Indians' uh, spirits are higher than our spirits. And so they always have this um, Native beat going on in their music. Now, what you were listening to was a woman in that so-called christian meeting and she was uh uh in the spirit but it wasn't the holy spirit and you heard this weird noise that she was making now if you were to be in a powwow on the indian reservation what you would hear you would be listening to uh, uh, somebody making those very same sounds that she was making, and they would be calling devils to them. Now, unfortunately, uh, this new wave and uh, many charismatic churches have been totally taken over with all of this stuff, 
and uh, unfortunately, uh, they are moving by a spirit called the Kundalini spirit. Now, what that spirit is, it's a snake spirit. It looks like a cobra snake in the in the spirit realms. And uh, what it does is, uh, when the Eastern religious Hindu is worshiping his 500 million gods, that spirit uh, comes, goes inside the person, and quarrels down in their spine. And then what happens to them is that um, the – can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Coming through clear. Okay. Okay. So what happens is that uh, that spirit, when they get in the spirit, it starts crawling up the back. It'll get up to the head. Suddenly it'll go off into the brain, and that person falls into a, con- a catatonic trance is what the American psychiatrist would say. And uh, what happens is that uh, they go crazy. They go and they never come back. And and so Christians all over the country are playing around with this Kundalini spirit with Rick Joyner, Peter Wagner, Chuck Pierce, um, and many of the other third waivers. So uh, that clip is showing you absolutely demon possession. And so what the, uh, what the uh, American pastor will tell you is, quote, Christians cannot have demons. And yet when you go into most of these churches this day and time, this weird uh, manifesting devil is everywhere. And they are so blinded that they think that, that devil that's manifesting and crawling around on the floor like a snake, uh, it uh, makes animal sounds like they do when they're in a voodoo service. Uh, those uh, voodoo worshipers will take on the forms of animals. Same thing has happened in the Christian church. And so uh, we are at, at, uh, uh, at a moment of time where real Christians need to get very serious about their faith, and they need to rise up and take authority and start binding these devils that they're seeing And they need to start praying and interceding very seriously for their own spiritual health and the health of their families. Because this thing is big. This is not a little tiny spirit that's going on here. It's everywhere. If I were to guess in the charismatic Pentecostal movements this day and time, I would say probably at least 90% of the Christians are under this spirit. That's a lot. Amen, folks. Just like the uh, the movie we often quote from, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, everybody's gone. There's just a handful of people still awake. And, uh, I mean, literally, that's metaphorical for right now. Uh, that was a painful clip to have to play, Dr. Pat. And I kind of started out with some foreboding music. But, folks, uh, literally, people are on the road to hell. Uh, they don't even know it. It says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Emphasis on the word destroyed. And it doesn't have to be that way, so our obligation is to stay awake, learn the tricks of the enemy, and then go out there and help uh, pluck some others out of the fire. That's what we're hoping to do tonight, educate you that if uh, you have been in a church like that, 
where you've heard that stuff going on, um, then you're probably going to need deliverance. And if you haven't been, you do not want to go into those places because uh, you're certain to get contaminated. Uh, there are witches, warlocks, people running around with the Kundalini spirits inside of them, and they transfer this stuff with a magic touch. So uh, you need to be very careful. And, uh, now, you know, this you is know the... spe- go ahead, excuse I'm me. Speaking of churches, uh, you can ride down the streets and you will see church after church after church, different brands of them, and they will have big signs, Halloween parties uh, uh, come, and, and they make a lot of money around Halloween. And if they're not doing the just a regular come as you uh, want, you know, dressed up like weird things, then they dress them up like uh, like uh, people out of the Bible. But they still do Halloween things at those parties, and they raise money. And another thing they do, which is very, very, very appalling, is that um, they they have Hell's House, they call it. God, and uh, they set up a Hell's House, uh, Halloween uh, haunted house, type thing, and one local pastor here does it every every year, and I talked to him about it. He said 10,000 people come through the church to see the hell house, and uh, I said, well, that's, that's something. I said, but next week, when you get back in your sanctuary, how many people return that have gotten saved? He said, oh, they don't come back. So what could be the advantage point of having Hell's House in your church if the people that you speak to about Jesus don't return? It could well be just something called M-O-N-E-Y, money. That's right. And so so people, you've got to wake up. And what we were doing to you, and I did it up on my Facebook today because this is the – the season where people seem to forget that they're Christians, uh, what you, we sometimes, we will shock you so that you said, my God, I didn't realize it was this bad. And that's what we were doing in the beginning of the show. Now, on my uh, webpage, I have several clips, and I think that Omega Man has that Joiner clip up on his webpage today. Uh, but uh, the people are making comments. Oh, I, it, it was so sickening that many of them uh, threw up. Some of them couldn't get through watching it. And those are the ones that haven't been caught up in the third wave. And so you might say, well, why should I worry about it? Because, you know, uh, I'm not into that. I don't take my family out trick-or-treating. We're perfect Christians. Well, you know, you need to do like Paul did when he went up to Mars Hill and he looked out on the city and there the whole city was captured by the spirit of Diana and idolatry. And he wept. He was moved by the Holy Ghost to see that whole city uh, on its way to hell. And we have to start looking at the church in that same manner. These people, some of them are people that I've known for years here in my town, and they're blinded, they're deafened by these uh, false devils, 
And they think, actually, that they are in a meeting with the Holy Ghost. And so what we have to do is we must begin to pray for the church. Jesus said that the gates of hell, the gates of hell would not prevail against the church. Well, that means that the people in the church has to protect it. Because what is the church? It's you, it's me, it's Omega Man, it's any and every single person that has Jesus in their hearts. And so when you see your brother and he's fallen down in a ditch, you've got to have compassion to reach down and pull him up like Jesus did Peter when he was when he said, Jesus, can I walk on the water like you? And Jesus said, come, and he just pulled him up. And, uh, no, Jesus, uh, Peter got out the boat and started walking, and he started sinking because doubt came into his mind. And Jesus just pulled him up, and he looked at him, and he said, why? Why did you doubt? A lot of these in, in, uh, entrapped Christians are just people that sat under false brethren, false teachers, for many years, and they've fallen asleep. They're in a slumber. Yes. And the only way that they can wake up is if we begin to pray. I'm telling you, friends, they have intercessions on the uh, people that are interceding on their side of the coin, and we need people praying for us. We need people praying for this show. We need people praying for the lost. And we must have people calling the fallen brothers and sisters back into the church so that we can get in uh, the end time harvest. And I believe that's what we're looking at. So um, we sh- we shared that with you because this is Halloween. And Halloween is a very demonic time. It's not a time to party as uh, many of your preachers would like for you to think. It's not a time to make money for your unpaid electric bills. Jesus can pay your electric bills. Get on his side, and he'll pay them, right? It's not a time for us to just look for a supernatural, paranormal, spiritual thrill. It's a time for us to get very serious about our own lives and about the lives of our families. It's a time for us to begin to seek God while he can still be found. It's a time for each and every one of us to know that Jesus is right at the door and he's ready to return to this earth. And from what I can see, the church systems in America are no more ready to meet what's coming on this land than if there would be a real man up in the moon. Uh, It's not ready. It just wants to party and play and have a good time. it, It must take on the responsibilities of being a Christian. And so that's for each and every one of you out there uh, to take on that responsibility and say, Lord, I want to be in your kingdom. I want to be ready when you come. Because Halloween is a sick, 
sick uh, uh, day. It's the highest uh, day of a satanic calendar. This is a day when the witches come in, and what they do is they uh, vie for supernatural spiritual powers. Irene Park was a dear friend of mine, and I've had many long conversations with her. She was uh, she used to bill herself as uh, the most wicked woman uh, in the state of Florida because at one time she was the highest witch in the state. And so Irene Park told me that on Halloween that the witches vie for territorial powers. And what they do is the the person that has the most powers is the one that gets to choose the biggest territories. And uh, so um, what she did is she she uh, abided for the powers and she became uh, witch, the head witch of Florida, of the whole state of Florida. Now, there's another witch called uh, Doreen Irving, and she's from England. And she vied for powers on Halloween night. You can read her book, um, Freed from Witchcraft. You can yes. find it up on Amazon. You can find Irene Park's book up on the Internet, but she has gone to be with the Lord. But it's very interesting book. It's called The Witch That Switched. But Doreen Irving, she vied for powers, and she became Queen of the Witches of Europe. And her book talks about all of the places that she traveled as the Queen of the Witches of Europe. She says that she was um, she was entertained in some of the most luxurious houses in the world. Friends, the devil knows how to take care of his own, and uh, they many of them are high level politicians. Many of them are are, are ministers, preachers, priests, uh, businessmen, lawyers. Um, people from all walks of life are into Halloween, witches and warlocks and wizards. And so she, uh, Doreen Irving, vied for power, and I'm going to describe how she became queen of the witches in Europe. She uh, left her body, which the witches call uh, astral projecting, and she went someplace else in the world, and then she called her body to her. And it had never been done before in witchcraft. And her body uh, uh, was uh, taken up off of the ground and it went and met her spirit. And so that gave her more power than most of the, uh, than all of the other witches. Now, here's the thing about witchcraft. The more demons they have, the more power that they have. I remember years ago, uh, I was sitting in a church, um, and Irene Park came to town to minister, and the minister said, well, Pat, why don't you go up and minister with Irene? So we were up there ministering, and uh, we 
test each other to to see what each other knows, you know. And I saw a man sitting about three or four benches behind, about midway. And I said, Irene, do you see him? She said, yes, I see him. I said, oh, where is he? She says, he's over on the right, three or four benches down with a uh, blue shirt on. I said, that you got it. So we went ahead and ministered, and that was a warlock. And so as we ministered, the first person that he, he came up to was Irene. He said, I love your ministry. I want to be a part of your ministry. He said, and I want to support you. And Irene says, you just go on and sit down. You just go on and sit down. And the next thing I knew, Irene had just disappeared from the sanctuary. So I went looking for her, and uh, I went up one row of cars, down another, and finally uh, she opened the door of a car, and she says, get in, get in. And so she uh, got, I got in, and she was actually hiding from that warlock because wow. she knew that they would kill her if they had an opportunity. So... I took her back to the pastor's office and locked the door and went back into the sanctuary. And I went up to the pastor and I said, Pastor, if you ever see that man in the church again, do not let him lay his hands upon your people. He said, why not? I said, well, you know, Pastor, I said, that man is a human chalice. He said, what does that mean? I said, well, he's here because he read the ads and it said that we would be casting devils out in this church. So he has come to gather the devils as quickly as they come out of the people. Oh, my goodness. And he said, and, and the pastor's eyebrows just uh, jumped up to his forehead and he said, that is the craziest stuff I've ever heard. And I said, well, it's the truth. Well, you see, most American pastors don't believe that wizards and witches are real anyway. And he had invited Irene Park into his church a couple of weeks before Halloween, thinking that they were going to have a fun night, not what she came for, for souls. And so what I'm telling you is the American church thinks it's all fun and games and a big joke. And so... uh the witches are real. They're coming into the churches. They're taking over the churches. Uh, they are taking over the minds of many of the pastors. The pastors do not know that they've got a live wire, a, like an electrical live wire from a plant that they've got a hold of, and it's killing their church. It's killing them. And uh, eventually, it's going to kill those pastors. And so Halloween is not anything at all to play around with, I'm going to tell you right now. Halloween is very, very real. And God uh, wanted us to warn you tonight of its reality because of the fact there's so many people in America that grew up on Halloween. Oh, you know, playing around with Halloween. Now, you see, I'm older now. I don't like to admit that, but I am. And when we used to go out Halloweening before I ever even found the Lord, what happened was that um, 
the Halloween costumes that we had were real innocent things. Now they're dressing up like uh, monsters and demons and all kinds of awful things. Well, Irene Park told me, she said on Halloween night, she said, uh, demons, uh, they transform, I think they call that transmigrate, into human forms, and they put on costumes, and they're mingling around with the people that are out there partying and trick-or-treating, and the people don't even know that they're really playing with real demons. And another thing that she told me, she said that, um, that on Halloween night, the witches and the wizards will take the candy. If it's wrapped, they will unwrap every piece, and they will urinate on it and defecate on it. And then they will rewrap it, and then they will take apples, and they will put razor blades down into the apples. So when the kids bite into the apples, they will cut their lips and things. You see, you have to know that witches and wizards have no heart. They hate human beings because they're no longer there. The witches and the wizards have hearts like stone. If you read the book, uh, Witch Doctor and the Man, uh, that I wrote, he is from the highest form of witchcraft in the world, wizardry. Uh, he actually would soul travel and go down into the city under the sea. And this man uh, uh, told me, he said when he got saved, he said, I had a heart of stone. Well, you know, the Bible says that, that he will take your heart. When he when you get saved, he will give you a heart of flesh. And that's when a witch or a wizard learns to love. Up until that point, they're no longer there anyway because the devil has captured their human spirit. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Pat, what is actually going on? Uh, whereby they're able to cage the human spirit. In fact, um, you told me a story one time about a man you came across. Would you relate that to the people tonight? Oh, yeah. Uh, that I talk about that in a book that I wrote called Solitary Satanists. You can only find it in ebooks on my website, patholiday.com. But uh, this man was a Satanist. And uh, long story short, he had a visitation from the Lord Jesus himself, and when the Lord uh, came into his room, uh, he told him, he said, I want you to return to me. He said, well, Lord, I've been to Christian churches, and I can't find any pastors. They say that there's nothing wrong with me because I'm a Christian. And he said, I know that I'm demon-possessed, and there's no place for me to go. And the Lord said, I'm going to send you to a woman that will know what to do. So he sent him over to me. And so during the deliverance, uh, this man, uh, Daniel, he cried out in the spirit realm. And I heard this supernatural spiritual voice. And, and it's, it was crying, 
help me, help me, help me. And I said, what, What? who are you? And uh, I let my ear follow that voice. And the uh, it went right to his stomach. And I said, who are you? He said, I'm Daniel, and the demons have me bound in oh. the stomach. So whenever a person follows witchcraft, what happens is the demons totally take them over. They take their bodies. That's what they're after. They're not after. They're uh, they're they're not wanting to walk in agreement with the witch, telling them what to do. They want to drive the witch and uh, just uh, totally take the body over. So they chain that human spirit down in the body. And the Bible says uh, that you shall have living waters. Uh, if you receive Jesus coming out of your belly. And I just believe maybe that might be an area where these um, these human spirits are attached. I don't know. But the truth is that witchcraft is nothing, absolutely nothing to play around with. And any church that is having Halloween parties in their church Go and give the pastor, uh, just say, look, pastor, I'm a Christian. I have children in here, and I don't let my children go trick-or-treating, and I bring them to church, and now you're teaching them things that I'm teaching them opposite at home. If you don't close it down, I'm leaving your church. And start protesting these things because the preacher he gets all these other Christians out on Halloween night, and they make all of that money, and nobody is saying a word. And then after Halloween, you show back up just like nothing happened in your church. Well, let me tell you what happened in your church whenever whenever they have a Halloween party. After uh, the uh, October 31st, you go back to your church. It is filled with demonic spirits. Those demonic spirits come into the churches because they've been invited in there by the authority of that church. And you bring your children in, and those children are exposed to those demonic forces that that dumb preacher opened up a house of God to celebrate the witch's highest day of the year. You see, one of the one of the uh, parts that we have never understood, or I have never understood, is why are Christians so silent about the evil that goes on in the churches? Because that gives open doorways for the pastor to think everything's okay. I That's remember right. when the church opened up, the Episcopal Church up in New York City back in, oh, probably the early 80s, to invite the homosexuals in, and they invited um, they invited all the religions of the world in. Uh, and uh, the next Sunday, all of the people in that church came back to that church just like nothing had happened. So the preacher says, well, you know, there must not be anything wrong with this. Nobody left. It's like uh, Eddie Long when he was raping young boys in the church in Atlanta, and he comes back to the church, 
and he stands up and he plays the martyr because the media exposed him. And poor little old me, the media was bad to me. And here's a man that has raped and molested four young boys in his congregation. And the uh, the congregation stands up and applauds the preacher. Now, you see, what that God shows me is uh, that it's evil. The church is in a backslidden position. And Jesus told me about six or eight months ago, when we were praying for the church, he said that we are in the great falling away. That's what he called it, the great falling away. And and uh, the Lord uh, told me, he said, however, he said, I want you to pray for those pastors, and I want you to pray for those people, because some of them belong to me. And he said, I will give a call. It's shown over in Revelation. It says, come out of her, my people. And he said that my sheep hear my voice, a stranger they will not follow. And so uh, we're right on the verge of everything beginning to explode. I believe things are going to explode in America. America will never be the country that we all grew up in. It's not going to change. The election's not going to bring it back in order. You're going to have the same group in control, whether you vote Republican or Democrat. However, please vote all of those out that voted for the health care bill. Amen because, that. you know, I'm an endangered species under that health care bill. They'll want to kill me pretty soon because I'm older now. Well, but, already uh, they uh, they have uh, stopped um, allowing the purchase, for example, of nitroglycerin pills, generic format, you know, the ones that people can afford. So basically anybody with heart disease that was relying on this who can no mm-hmm. longer afford the uh, the name brand nitroglycerin, they basically die. Um, so the, yeah. the government is trying to weed out the uh, the elderly and kill them, basically. That's just one example. Amen. Let me uh, say something about what's going on in the chat room. You know, there's new people in here, and some of them don't understand what we're talking about. But what we're talking about is we're talking about casting out devils. And the Bible does not call it exorcism when a christian casts out devils they are doing what jesus did when he walked on the earth and what he did is he cast out devils uh what happened over in the book of acts when the when the sons of sceva came and they saw jesus's disciples casting out devils in the marketplace uh, they said, "Well, maybe we can cast, uh, maybe we can exercise devils by using the name of Jesus." And the Bible says that uh, the demons in the man that they were trying to cast the devils out came out of the devil and overtook them and tore off all of their clothes. So, casting out devils means that that is a power that God has left for the church. Amen. And uh, it's it's done in the name of Jesus, biblically. Yes. And then there was another question in there about somebody saw 
people offering little children to exercise devils for money. Uh, true ministers of God never charge any finances, any money for the for the gifts that God has given them. We preach. Amen. We cast out devils. We heal the sick. We do everything that God tells us to do. Whether you support our ministries or not, we do it. Uh, we live uh, very poorly. If we if if somebody doesn't uh, help our ministry, we live within our means. Uh, if somebody uh, gives into the ministry, most of the time the money that comes into the ministry goes out to get bigger territories, just like you just saw us do. We are right now going on a, a different, uh, another. we'll still be here on Saturday night, by the way, but Absolutely. we're going on, uh, on a, a shortwave radio, which is, uh, covers all of America, and we will be tapping into thousands and thousands of people instead of hundreds. But the way we were able to do that is some people started giving in to the ministry. So we took the money that was given into the ministry and we applied it and bought time on a bigger channel so that uh, we can minister out there to more people. Now, I'm going to tell you, folks, a lot of people that turn into this show are Christians. But at the same time, as we begin to minister to people that have never heard some of these things before, uh, you people in the chat room are going to have to become ministers. You're going to have to learn what uh, was, um, I saw that about the stomach. I'll go back to that. What, uh, what you're going to have to learn uh, is that when a stranger comes in, they don't know what's going on. This sounds crazy to them. So if you see a crash question and you know the answer, uh, just write it. As you can see, I'm watching the chat room, and so does Bruce. And so uh, we'll answer it while we're right there, live on the air. Now, um, we had another question, Dr. Pat. Um, one of the questions was, uh, what is the difference between the term uh, witch, warlock, and uh, wizard? Okay, let me answer the one that was in the chat room first. The, uh, he said, what did Pat find in the stomach? I found the man's human spirit was bound and chained in the stomach. And what he said was, what that voice said was, help me, help me. I'm bound. They've got me chained in the stomach. Wow. And so I commanded his, him, his human spirit to be set free in the name of Jesus. And he jumped up off the floor, shouted glory to God, and he began to run around the church saying, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. Praise now, God. the importance of this is this. I've never heard anybody talk about this area of ministry but myself. I never uh, heard I've it written, before. This I've is, written uh, about powerful. What we're learning I've tonight. written about it in books. Uh, but I can tell you that uh, whenever a person gives themselves over to a devil, the devil's goal is to take over the body and rule on this earth 
and it will chain the person. The person isn't commanding the devils what to do. The devils are doing what Satan has commanded them to do. And they come for the purpose of rob, kill, and destroy. And so in this particular case, it may be another dimension of uh, spiritual warfare that many of the uh, deliverance ministries haven't stumbled upon yet, is um, cutting the human spirit free from the devils who have bound the spirit so yes. that the devils in the, uh, in the body is, has free reign. Now, I'll give you an example of this. Uh, in uh, the book of Matthew and Luke and Mark, you'll see a story about a man called Legion. And when Jesus uh, came into the um, a boat on the shore, this man ran toward Jesus. And the demons spoke out of his mouth and said, What? have we to do with you, son of man, or son of God, I think it said. I'm talking from memory now. And uh, so what happened happened was uh, that these demons had been taking this man and uh, banging his head up against the tombs trying to kill him. But you see, the will of a person is stronger than a demon. And the man wanted to live. So the demons could not kill him. And so the Bible shows that after Jesus cast those demons out of him, the demons had said, Lord, he said, let us go over into those pigs. The Bible shows that when the, de- when the Lord allowed the demons to go into the pigs, the demons raced down the hill and and drowned it in the river. And so uh, the Lord showed me that what that meant was that everything that Jesus does, he did it for our teaching. And he was showing us that the demons come to rob, kill, and steal. The man had a will, so he was able to stay alive even though they were trying to kill him. But whenever they went into the pigs, the pigs had no will, and they did what they were sent to do, and that was to kill, rob, kill, and steal, and they killed the pigs. So in this case, uh, when we commanded the um, spirit of Daniel to be free, the demons had to loose their hold over his spirit. And for the first time in a long time, he felt his old spirit, his self, come returning. And and he was happy, and he praised the Lord. That's all that happened in that situation. And so if there are any witches listening to this program tonight, uh, it's going to be, I believe, uh, we're going to put this on the air on um October the 31st. Is that right, Omega Man? That's absolutely right. Okay. So there'll be witches uh, listening to this. And we take authority over all of the spirits that are binding you. And we cage them in the name of Jesus. We cage the ones that will listen to this on tapes. And we cage the ones that will listen to this 
uh, on in the chat room. And so what we do when we in, when we cage those spirits, we're just simply doing what the Bible tells us that we can do. And what that is is. It says, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound on earth and heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in earth and heaven. And what that scripture means is Jesus is sitting on the throne. And when we speak the words, we bind you, Satan. Jesus, sitting on the throne, backs our words up in heaven and binds the demons. That's what that means. And so they're bound. And whatsoever we shall lose, if we call for the Father to send his warring angels, as I've done many times uh, in in the ministry over the years, he sends his warring angels to assist in the delivering of that person. So that's, that's deliverance in a nutshell. But the difference between wizard and a warlock, or a, a warlock, um, American... Um, witches and uh, male witches, they call males warlocks. But in Africa, where the big boys are that are messing around with witchcraft, they call male witches wizards. And uh, they call women witches witches. And so that's all that means. It it, it doesn't... uh... It doesn't mean any difference in authority and power. They get their authority and power according to the powers that they get to come into their vessels from the other side. And and you see, uh, Bruce, uh, whenever uh, a witch starts, they start out burning candles, and then they start out healing people, and they keep going deeper and deeper into the witchcraft uh, waters until finally the devil has led them to the sacrificial gate where they have to shed blood to go into the depths of uh, witchcraft. And they usually do. They will start out with the animals. Uh, they will go up the street and steal a neighbor's cat. And uh, let me tell you a story. I'm working on a book called The Walking Dead. I have it in ebook form up on patholiday.com under the ebooks. And I was um, a woman from Tampa stole that book and when she picked the book up it burned her hands and she dropped the book. In fact, I have had several accounts where witches have picked that book up and it and they can't pick the book up because of the anointing of God that's on the book. And so some construction workers were there, and they said, oh, we'll just go see what that's about. And they came back and said, oh, that's just an old dumb woman trying to preach the gospel. And so the point being is that uh, she decided that she was going to find out who Pat Holiday is. So she went into her kitchen. She slaughtered a cat and wow. did a sacrifice. And she con- and this is in an apartment building, by the way. <laughs> so she conjured up a devil, and uh, she said, go over to Jacksonville and find out who that woman is. So uh, the, wom- the witch, the, the hum- 
the demon came to Jacksonville, and she came back to um, the woman that had sent her, the witch, and she said, how come I can't see you anymore? I can hear you, but I can't see you. And she said, well, she said, that woman caged me, and I can never serve you again. And tell her to stop praying for you. And so she picked up the phone and she left it on the answering service. Don't pray for me anymore. Of course, we continued to pray for her. So then she decided that since she had lost her demon, that I was just a witch and I was um, uh, stealing her demon. So she conjured up the most powerful demon that uh, that she had ever seen. And so that demon came up and she said, I'll go find out who that woman is, but you must let me conjure up more. So she did. And she came back. uh, The demons came over. I bound them in the name of Jesus. They went and caged them. They went back across the state. And she said, I can't see you anymore. So then she got in her car and she came over to Jacksonville to see who I am. And I took her over to a a meeting. She got saved, born again. Uh, She stayed around us for several years. She went back to school, became an RN, and started traveling uh, into Europe, Europe, uh, speaking the gospel and nursing to the sick. And so uh, Jesus can save the worst people in the world. And I'm going to tell you something, friends. I'm going to tell you something. This this uh, move of the uh, revolu- uh, revolution of witchcraft that has gone on in our country has captured the young people from the Christian church under the third wave movements and Todd Bentley, that, that music that we pray, played to waken you up tonight. It's got our kids. Patricia King, who is a witch, a high-level witch in that movement, says, we've got your children. So the children are are in those meetings. They're not in Christian meetings. And uh, those children belong to a lot of Christian parents that don't know what's going on. There are Christian children that are caught up in witchcraft that have gone that way because Christian churches were teaching Harry Potter in their Sunday school classes and filling their buses up with uh, the Chronicles of Narnia movie and taking the children over there to get Disney World to, to evangelize their children. And so our children are gone. And I'm telling you, nobody's praying. We have a prayer meeting in Jacksonville we had it every Tuesday. We used to have hundreds to come, and now it's down to a handful of people. And God told me, he said, open up the Friday night for prayer meetings. So we've got two yes. prayer meetings a week here in Jacksonville. And I'm yes, telling God. you, it's just the faithful that show up to those prayer meetings. So if you're not praying for your family, if you don't care if your family hits hell, you're not going to care about the church of Jesus. If you're just interested in feeding yourself and feeling good and whatever you want to do, if you want to roll on the floor and 
make weird noises like dogs and cats and snake you around. God will let you do that, friend. Meantime, expect to see your kids in hell with you because probably nobody's praying for them. I go to the prayer uh, meeting every week to pray for my family. And you should, too. You should find some place that is high in faith, not these third waivers, because they've got prayer meetings all over the place. You have to ask God where you can go. And don't go to these meetings unless he tells you you can. You can walk in these meetings and get demon-possessed, I'm telling you, because I've ministered to people that have done that. We ministered to a woman not more than a month ago that went out of our church to a meeting, uh, came back to our church, stood in front of the pastor, and started swaying around just like a snake. And uh, Pastor Dennis cast that out of her, and uh, she fell on the ground, and the Lord said, cast seven times worse out. And when I cast seven times worse out of that girl, she shrieked. And I can tell you, when witchcraft is involved in a person, that's what happens. They usually shriek when that spirit comes out. That's right. Uh, They come out a number of ways, folks. And uh, if you're just tuning in, this is a live program. You're listening to Mega Man Radio Network. Got Dr. Pat Holliday on for the School of Deliverance. Uh, If you need prayer tonight, you need deliverance, uh, you need healing, Jesus Christ is able to do that. He's able to set the captives free. Um, the call-in number is 917-889-2745. Again, 917-889-2745. If you don't have long distance, we have a toll-free number. You can call 877-806-2482. Dr. Pat, we're going to take a short break and then be back. But before we do, go ahead and give out uh, your contact information. Okay, uh, you can find me on patholiday.com, and uh, that's my website, HTTP. And then you can find me on miracleinternetchurch.com, and that is an interactive church where you can listen to uh, sermons about deliverance and miracles and teaching uh, the Bible. Uh, television programs, and articles. Now, I have a lot of articles up on both of those uh, web pages, plus over at uh, org has my newsletters up there. And you can find a lot of information out about the false move and about who Todd Bentley is, Peter Wagner, uh all of these crazy people, and they're kooky people, and yet they have people swarming after them. Our churches are very small because they have taken over the big churches, and they have people that show up to their intercessory groups. We don't. Well, you know, uh, Satan is uh, well-financed, but... uh... (laughs) Folks, we're going to be talking when we come back on the break uh, about taking territory back. Uh, the revelation the Lord showed Dr. Pat about uh, the regions. And uh, before I even go to break, I just want to share a testimony, Dr. Pat. We had a uh, a brother named Darren from Frisco, Texas. Uh, he tithed uh, a seed to this ministry. And uh, it has enabled us folks to be able to uh, go on WWCR starting next week. And then Derek wrote in and 
uh, we had prayed for him, and he says, uh, I want to say thanks for your prayer. Yesterday I found out that I sold a 963 cat loader that I've been trying to sell for one and a half years. Uh, it will give me some cash flow, and uh, I want to thank you for uh, your prayer. And uh, he says, uh, says, I asked the Lord for a word, and I opened my Bible and got this. He says, God gave me Mark 4 and 8, and it talks about the seed. It says, and other seed fell on good ground and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased and brought forth some 30, some 60, and some 100. And, uh, and so we you want to said say, that that man didn't have a job when he did that, didn't you? Oh, yes. That? <laughs> uh, Darren did not have a job, and so we we, uh, we prayed for him. We're praying that uh, God will give him a job, and we've had many others that have written in and uh, currently uh, looking for work, and so, folks, we're lifting up all these prayers. That, uh, What's God the cat will... loader? Uh, cat 963 is uh, it's a piece of heavy machinery, yeah. and I, I believe it's something like a, uh, you know, it has a, uh, uh, what do you call this, a bulldozer. Um I'm not into heavy machinery, so if I made a mistake on that, forgive me, folks. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like it was very difficult for him to sell. It's a very high-priced uh, piece of machinery, and God opened the door. So, you know, sow your seed on good ground. And, folks, the uh, deliverance ministry is uh, is good ground. And, again, uh, we're going to take a quick break. If you need prayer tonight, the number is 917-889-2745. We'll be right back with Dr. Pat. In the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. We come against you from the third heaven. I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, high above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives, the minds, and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God. And you must flee and your hope must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose on these people the spirits of power, love, sound mind. We loose the spirits of wisdom, revelation. We loose the spirits of courage. We loose the spirits of power over the enemy. And we lose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we lose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it. And amen. And uh, this is a live program. We've got Dr. Pat Holliday on it uh, with the School of Deliverance this evening, every Saturday night at 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, Dr. Pat's websites are miracleinternetchurch.com and also patholliday.com. And then also the Remnant Radio website uh, has many of her uh, articles, audios, uh, go over and support uh, Dr. Pat Holliday. And if you're in the Jacksonville area, 
uh, you can go down and actually worship with them there in the church. Uh, fantastic place to worship. Uh, we praise God for Dr. Pat and uh, for coming on every week. And as we mentioned earlier, we're going to be doing a program, her and I, on Sundays, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, WWCR, uh, which is shortwave that goes across the country. And if you'd like to be a part of that, uh, write in and let me know. Uh, we would like to uh, expand and uh, go from there over to a satellite network called AVR and uh, take this message of uh, Deliverance uh, International. And if you would like to uh, have prayer tonight, the number is 917-889-2745. Uh, if you do not have a telephone, hop in your car, go down to a pay telephone, and dial toll-free 877-806-2482. Let me get Dr. Pat back on the line. Uh, and Dr. Pat, that uh, music I was playing, uh, that yes. was uh, Jesus Loves Me on electric guitar. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you recognize that? Yes. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, by the way, um, if if you're in the chat room, we're going to do a mass deliverance, so you'll be able to get some deliverance just listening Amen. to where you are. Uh, but uh, the other thing is, is uh, you heard me talking about uh, on Halloween, the witches and the wizards vie for supernatural paranormal normal powers. Yes. And the one that gets the most demons inside of them have the most power. And they get to choose their territories to rule over for that year. And so um, I'm the one, I'm the culprit lady that exposed Todd Bentley from the very beginning. Now a lot of people are exposing him. But um, Todd Bentley... Uh, whenever we started watching him, we started caging up those devils and closing the porthole or the uh, stargate. But he was, uh, what they do, friends, is they go up, they do a ritualism, and they open up a stargate in the heavens. And uh, they uh, soul travel through the stargate. And then when the devils get them on that other side of the veil, what happens is uh, they keep their spirits over there and a fallen demon or devil comes back through that stargate and takes over that person's body. Now, I've actually seen some of these people walking around like that. And uh, so uh, whenever I started exposing it, what happened was that he lost his supernatural anointing and his power. And it's the same thing that I just told you about the witch that traveled, that sent the devils, and they came back, and they couldn't serve her anymore. You see, when you bind those devils and you cage them up, they are tied up. They are chained. And when you put them in a cage in the name of Jesus, they are chained in that cage, and they cannot operate anymore. Praise and God. you can actually command them to be isolated. You can deafen them. You can blind them. And we're talking about the demons, not the person. And you can command them to be in confusion, isolated from reinforcing devils from the heavenlies and the earth and the seas. And they will stay caged in that person until they die or if that person comes for deliverance. 
Now, you know, when Worley tells a story about that, and I believe you know that story, uh, Bruce, don't you, about him caging the devil and weeks later? Absolutely. Um, back in the early days, folks, um, you know, there weren't any books on deliverance. Um, praise God for Dr. Pat, because she's probably the most prolific author on uh, spiritual warfare that I know. And, you know, today we've uh, got the benefit of her books, and uh, you need to get them if you uh, have never read them. In fact, I've got one of them up on the website, Dr. Pat, uh, The Witch Doctor and the Man. Uh, back to the point of the story. Uh, there wasn't much in the old days, folks, uh, on this. Uh, you know, you have the Word of God, of course. That's the most important text. But a lot of this was, uh, you know, just um, going into some new territory. And so, um, you know, they would do some of these deliverances, Dr. Pat. And um, what they found out is, when they had a demon on the rope, so to speak, you know, the demon was manifested and talking to the person, and, you know, their eyes were, had changed, and maybe they were growling and, you know, uh, convorting around. Uh, you know, they had the demon to the surface. And if they did not go ahead and fall all the way through uh, and get the, the demon out, uh, cast it out in Jesus' name, then um, and they were to have stopped, well, you know, who knows, the person ever come back or not. Uh, and, you know, they would be doing this at night and, you know, had day jobs, in the beginning, I know when Warley was a school teacher, and he would preach on the weekend. So, you know, they would be up late in the wee hours of the morning. He'd have to get up and go to work, you know. And so, mm-hmm. uh, it could be, <laughs> it could be pretty exhausting, folks. I mean, you're actually wrestling with these spirits. And so, someone says, uh, "Why don't you try to bind them?" And he said, "Bind them." Uh, yeah, it says in the Word, Jesus says, "Whatever we bind on earth, be bound in heaven." Loosed on earth being loosed in heaven, so why don't you try binding him? So they they got into a situation and they were running out of time and uh they needed everybody needed some, some rest and so forth, so he says, I bind you in Jesus' name. Go into a box or a cage. And uh all of a sudden the, the person calmed down and turned out that the um they had caged up these demons that Dr. Pat's talking about. And the person was able to get some rest that night. Everybody was able to take a break and, you know, pick it up uh, the next day well refreshed. Well, they started using this, uh, you know, binding principle, putting the demons in the cage. um, And somebody comes to the service. (laughs) And when were these bound and caged this uh, demon up? Well, the the person got some some deliverance that day but uh, still needed more. Well, they went away and didn't come back for like three months. And so the person shows up, thank God, and uh, they're continuing to pick up where they left off a couple months earlier. And the demon spoke out and says, let me out of here. I've been in this blasted cage for three months. (laughs) (laughs) So that that demon was literally in the cage. So what Dr. Pat is teaching about this, folks, this is is real. Uh, As she learned, and uh, this is the first time I've ever heard this. I mean, we've just learned something tonight, folks, for the first time. You know, Dr. Uh, Pat came a- across a person who was actually, their human spirit had been caged up. And now that I know that, Dr. Pat, I'm going to start, uh, you know, basically doing deliverance. I'm going to command any uh, caged spirits, the human spirit, to be loosed in Jesus' name. Because my thinking is, there's a lot of people out there right now that, uh, you know, the enemy has caged up their human spirits. And, um, you know, they're in a terrible shape. Um, and well, so, also you know, they can't make a they can't make a decision from the Lord uh, uh, for the Lord because those demons are controlling them totally, and they'll keep them they'll keep them caged in there, 
until they die and go to hell. That's what their pur- that's what the demon's purpose is is to take people to hell. God have mercy. And yeah. so uh, this cage, these cages are, are real, folks. Satan goes around, uh, you know, he he cages men's souls. Okay, blinds their eyes, um, you know, and we need to get out of his cages, get set free, and then go out there and after we've recovered, help set other people free in the name of Jesus Christ. So we're talking about some very real concepts here tonight. Yeah, and, and they um, can read about that human spirit being caged in. Um, Solitary Satanist is the name of the book. It's up on padholiday.com, and that's with two L's. And uh, that 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 man was practicing uh, witchcraft, uh, sacrifice, blood sacrifices, and uh, all by himself with Satan. And Satan would actually bring books and lay them on his altar. It's a very powerful book. And what's powerful about it, it happened right here in America back in the uh, probably 90s or 80s before Christians didn't even believe this stuff except Disneyland uh, fairy stories. But, you know, it's true. It really is happening. Uh, And it's worse now because it's out in the opening and your churches have joined in and uh, have uh, many of your pastors have joined hands with Disney World and Warner Brothers, and they uh, send their people to see those demonic movies like uh, Lord of the Rings, Torquen. See, a lot of people think that C.S. Lewis was a Christian. I've uh, researched him, and I'm telling you, he does not have a born-again testimony. He's got a testimony in a book that he wrote... um, the Surprise of Joy or something like that. And in that book, he talks about leaving his house, and as he was going by the cemetery, he decided Jesus was real, and by the time he got to church, he believed he was real. But there is no testimony of repentance, and he was uh, fellowshipping with a guy named Tolkien. And Tolkien was a guy, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, I have... J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, The Hobbit. I, I can, I can, uh, I have a bigger reading uh, than uh, word knowledge. But anyway, uh, they would sit on the bar stool at night as Catholics and drink and make up and go and research witchcraft powers and write those fantasy books, and they sell them in all the Christian bookstores. Now, an interesting thing about it is, if you understand uh, the Harry Potter book, for instance, she says she's not a witch. She claims to be a Christian, too, but she's a liar. All of those books are, are patterned on witchcraft courses, And uh, uh, she takes those kids from age eight all the way through until they're teenagers. And uh, it's like going to uh, the Hodgewitz School of Witchcraft. She's teaching them to become wizards and witches. And so uh, what happens in the, the way that book starts out shows you exactly what Christians are doing by going through the Stargates. And what uh, the 
Chronicles of Narnia and Tolkien did getting into their fantasy worlds. And what it is, is there's a veil that separates our physical world from the world of, uh, of the demons. And uh, God calls it a veil. And so uh, whenever the wizard or the witch or the so-called crazy, kooky Christians that are going up into the third heavens, they call it, opening up stargates, which is exactly the same thing that uh, New Agers are doing that too, and so are the occultist uh, politicians. And so they're uh, cracking a hole between the veil to let the demonic forces on this side, and they are soul-traveling on to the other side. Well, now, let me explain to you how it works. Uh, in um, Harry Potter's first book, it shows him his parents have died. He's going to go to the uh, witchcraft school the wizard, to be a wizard. So he goes to the train station. And while he's waiting on the train, uh, a, a stargate or a hole opens up on the side of the wall, and he runs to the hole, and he's over in fantasy land. He's in that uh, witchcraft land when he goes through the hole. Now, they had to uh, cordon off uh, that part of the train station in England because the kids would come to that train station and they would start running toward that wall, expecting it to open, and they were hurting themselves. So they're having to protect the children. See, children can't determine what's real and what's fantasy and what's bad and what's good. And so the devil's getting their minds and training them to become his servants instead of the parents taking them and teaching them the word and training them to become Jesus' servant. And so you have <clears throat> you have uh, Christians or so-called Christians like Tolkien and uh, uh, C.S. Lewis writing demonic books, and because they say that they're Christians, uh, all of the Christian uh, intellectuals begin to promote those books and say they were the best writers of the century. And all they were were people giving witchcraft to Christian children. So you have to be very careful about what you receive from people. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you better get into the Bible and start reading the New Testament for yourself. You better throw away all of those phony Bibles that they've written in the past years that take away the deity, the blood, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, and you better learn who Jesus is through his word, and you better learn as much of the word as you can, because you will follow these human beings, and many of them claim to be Christians, but they're not. They are fifth-column people, and I'm going to let uh, Omega Man tell you what a fifth-column is. Yeah, a, a fifth-column is basically, uh, it's the enemy... And, uh, you know, it, it all, you've heard the expression of the barbarian is at the gates. That's why you have the yeah. watchmen up there. They look for the enemy, and they sound the alarm uh, so that uh, when the enemy is approaching, you know, the uh, the military men can, you know, get their uh, weapons of war and, 
their armor on and get ready to go out and fight the battle. Well, the fifth column is actually the enemy um, that has already made it into your, your camp. And they're among you, and you don't even know it until they lift a shout against you, and then they, they wage war. Uh, we've actually got a fifth column in this country, uh, some believe, Dr. Pat. Uh, we've yeah. we've seen a, a number of uh, very <laughs> suspicious groups um, in this country, um, and some of the ex-military guys, the Gal Cuppet, they've spotted uh, some of these people. And uh, you look at some of the prophecies of uh, Dmitry Dudeman, he says that uh, when there is a, uh, a civil war that breaks out here in America, uh, there will be uh, military from other countries that will go and basically sabotage our nuclear power plants. And then we're going to have a Red Dawn invasion come up through uh, the Texas border, which will consist of Cuba, Mexico, Nicaragua, and some Central American countries. will be attacked by Russia and China. And uh, that's not the subject of the show tonight. But uh, the, the point I'm trying to make here is uh, some of their advanced forces are already here in this country. Okay, they work among us. Um, but they have been trained. Um, they're special ops troops. And, uh, you know, just as we've got 300,000 gang members in Los Angeles, Dr. Pat, you know, if they were to unite and they're very well armed, uh, that's a formidable army. We might only have a, a standing army of a million men strong in the U.S. military. Folks, we have millions of, um, of this fifth column in this country that are waiting for their signal. The government will call them... Um, Sleeper cells, maybe you'll hear that. And the emphasis mm-hmm. is on the Al-Qaeda groups, but I'm trying to tell you it's not Al-Qaeda. It's something more ominous. And uh, they're just waiting for their signal. Just as we have suitcase nukes in this country that will be activated by these uh, terrorist organizations when the uh, the word comes down. So uh, that's in the, the physical front, okay? That's when you actually have your enemy among you and you don't even recognize them. They've already come in through the gates, okay? And... Um, and, and they're hiding among the troops. Absolutely. Uh, and if you don't have the discernment, you may not be able to, p- to pick them out. Um, in the spiritual realm, this uh, fifth column, or we're calling them sleeper cells, are the demons and the, and the people of God. And you've got the mainstream church, Dr. Pat, which uh, has been taught that a Christian cannot have a demon, that we don't want to give uh, glory and honor uh, to Satan, and, you know, by mentioning... Him and demons. Let's don't talk about that. Let's uh, let's talk about something else like prosperity and how God wants to bless us. Yeah. And so what they do is they put themselves at a disadvantage, Dr. Pat. It doesn't matter if you want to acknowledge Satan or not, folks, or that his demons are real or not. They would rather you believe that they don't exist. It just makes your job easier. But irregardless, yeah. ignorance is not bliss when we're talking about spiritual warfare because these demons are very, very much in the people of God. They've got them bound up. They've got them tied up. They've got their human spirits caged up like we've learned tonight. And um, you, want to, you want to identify uh, what is keeping you bound up and from being all that you can be for Jesus Christ, and you want to get set free of it, okay, before the time comes that they're activated inside of you, and then all of a sudden um, you're going down the road and something just says, uh, you know, veer over into that oncoming car. I had a guy tell me, Dr. Petty, he was a helicopter pilot. Okay, he's flying one of his uh, helicopters for the government. And uh, he says, uh, a voice came into his head, and it said, open up the door and jump out. And he, <laughs> he said, I'm flying at this time. Where did this voice come from? 
Some people have heard these voices, and they've actually uh, done it. They've jumped off of buildings. That's his fifth column inside people, the sleeper cells, as we call them, the demons. Yeah. And they're just waiting for an opportunity. They're lurking around the bottom, sort of like a, a shark. And then when they come up, it may be too late for you, folks. That's why you want to root them out early, get deliverance, get set free, and then go help wake up some other people who are bound up and don't even know it. Because uh, Satan, the little god of this world, has blinded men, and he keeps them captive at his will, like the Word says. I hope that uh, answered the well, question. Who, who, was, who was that fellow that you had on there last night? Uh, we had uh, Steve Quell on last night. All right. Now, Steve Quell, you've got a fellow in the chat room, and uh, he's trying to um, tell him that the King James Version Bible is not sufficient. Well, it is, sir. And I, yeah. I guess the best description of that that I have really ever heard it came from Steve Quell last night, and then the night before, you had Cuffet on. And both of those men uh, stay in the King James Version, and both of them gave excellent uh, definitions as why you should uh, read the King James Version. Now, you've Amen. got to have a standard to live by. You don't go by what this person says or that writer says. The King James Version is the Bible that we use because of the fact it's been tested and it works. And, it's been uh, a stone, me... Dr. Pat, for over 400 years. And folks, just as Satan okay, is infiltrating the mainstream church, and many people uh, cannot recognize it for what it is, you've got this Kundalini invasion, they don't have the discernment to tell the truth from the counterfeit, uh, Satan has also infiltrated the Word of God with these New Age Bible versions, Dr. Pat, which have taken out the blood of Jesus. They have stripped out some of the weapons that you need, folks, for deliverance, such as some demons only come out with prayer and fasting. And if you look at the, the boards of many of these uh, organizations that put out these New Age doctrines and these New Age Bibles, many of them are witches, homosexuals, atheists even. And you ask yourself, well, what yeah. business do they have being on the board? Folks, if you don't believe what we're saying, go uh, look up uh, Ripplinger report. Uh, she did an exhaustive study on this. Gail Ripplinger, do the look at the YouTube video that she did on the New Age Bible versions. But they're out of the pits of hell, and that's why there's so much confusion. Doctor Pat, the pastor will get up and say, "Let's turn in our Bibles," and you have 35 different versions, and someone's scratching their head and says, "Well, mine doesn't say that." And what Satan will do yeah. is he'll try to plant a seed in people's minds that uh, we do not have. Uh, the true word of God today, okay, that we, you know, that uh, it's been contaminated. And, uh, folks, we do have the true word of God. It's called the King James Bible. There may be a hundred words in there that uh, aren't in your everyday vocabulary. Get yourself a thesaurus, okay, and uh, get into it. Uh, I can tell you that uh, it is the word of God, and many men and women died to be able to give us that word. And uh, it hasn't been corrupted, and it's, it's locked in stone, you see. That's... That's the point I'm trying to make here, because if uh, if you can get in there and change a word here and change a word there, you've got versions in that have over 100,000 changes, like we have with many of these New Age versions, even the New King James, okay, or the NIV and uh, these other versions out there. Get back to the true Word of God. I just want to add that. And, and uh, uh, what Steve said last night, he directly spoke that he has always read the King James Version 
of the Bible. And Amen. that's what I want you to go and listen to, is what he had to say about that. And so uh, I don't particularly, um, I don't, I don't uh, read the book of Enoch. He does. You do. That's your business. But I'm just telling you that the Word of God, the King James Version, has never failed me. Amen. And the name of Jesus has never failed me. I've seen God do miracles and cast devils out all over the world. So I don't need somebody's interpretation of the Word. I just need to stay planted in the Word of God. That's where Amen. you need day amen and we're not talking uh, about this we're not we're getting off the subject because somebody's in the uh in the room trying to get people to believe other things we're talking about the reality of witches and the revolution of witchcraft in america and this is halloween time and we're trying to educate the people to the reality that witchcraft has taken over the american church and that many of the leaders, so-called leaders like Cindy Jacobs, uh, the uh, head of the intercessors of the third world uh, of the third wave movement, and uh, Peter Wagner and Chuck Pierce and people in your own hometown have gotten caught up in ritualistic witchcraft, and they have let, led many many true Christians out into spiritual blindness and so that's what we're talking about tonight and uh no we never said to choose the platform what we said is this is halloween night and we're going to expose witchcraft in the church and we're going to expose uh what it means to the witches and the wizards that's that's what we're talking about so if we can let's just kind of stay on um on the subject because we don't want a spirit of confusion to come into the chat room, which I bind up right now in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. Amen. You know, uh, I, I mentioned this several times before. Uh, I go to the post office. They've got a store over there called the Spirit of Halloween. And, folks, that is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with spirits here. You've got the spirit of mammon, you know, which is a lust for uh, money. And these are, are real entities out there. Um, usually their name has something to do with, you know, the attributes uh, that manifest. And, um, you know, there is a spirit that has been unleashed out there. The witches and the warlocks are glorifying it. They're trying to get you to spend money on it. They want you to uh, dress your child up in a costume and take them out for some candy. Well, uh, go down to Walmart and buy them a, a bag of musketeer bars and snicker bars and just give it to them. It'll be a lot less damaging than uh, what's going to happen if uh, you go out there and participate in this. This is a high satanic holiday. And God says, uh, I don't want you to know anything about these uh, pagan holidays. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, Touch not the unclean thing. It says, uh, can you touch fire and not get burned? Uh, When you get out there and you start um, participating in these events like Halloween, okay, you've contaminated yourself. You've made a decision. And Satan uh, will come through the hedge that you have just broken. And uh, you come back with a, a demonic spirit um, that you didn't leave when you set out for that night to have. And these things are really bad, folks. Um, they're attacking people. They're wreaking havoc. They're breaking up homes. They're destroying marriages. They're causing um, kids to go down the road of drugs and fornication. 
And this is very serious. You cannot take this stuff lightly. I have to repent for something, Dr. Pat. I told you that I battled with, uh, you know, just secular movies. Now, I'm not talking porno movies. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about, you know, movies on DVD. You know, we see them at uh, Redbox and Netflix. And uh, the other day I was a little bit bored. So I have Netflix, and I went over and just looked at uh, what I thought was an innocent comedy. And I'll be honest with you, something jumped off of that movie and attacked me, and I was uh, almost under the weather for 24 hours. I had to plead the blood of Jesus over myself and repent, and God was showing me something. Folks, uh, to him that knows much, much is required. And uh, you've already been exposed to the reality of um, demonic spirits and spiritual warfare, and now God holds you to a higher standard. And you can't just say, well, you know, I'm going to go back to living the way I want to live. Listen, Satan will use that as a foothold, and uh, I should have known better than looking at some of these worldly movies, Dr. Pat. And God is saying, look, I'm not going to wink at it anymore. Uh, You know better than that. Most of this stuff coming out of Hollywood, folks, is filth, like 99% of it. Okay, they'll have cursing. You know, they'll take God's name in vain. They'll have sexual situations. You'll see people engaging in fornication, homosexual activity, um, rape, murder. I mean, you tell me if there's anything redeeming about any of those things I've just mentioned. And those were in um, in most of the movies out there. And I thought I was watching something innocent. And something jumped off of that movie, and I had broken the hedge, and it attacked me. And I had to repent, and God showed me a lesson. He says, you've got to be on guard. Uh, you cannot go out there and be part of this stuff. Um Folks, it can, what what you don't know won't hurt you. It can kill you. Ignorance is not bliss. Okay, so you've got to keep your guard up. You've got to stay covered in the blood of Jesus. You've got to do that even before you take a, a trip outside of your house every day, even on the road to work. You've got to cover yourself in the blood, apply the blood of Jesus to your family, to your car, to your finances. You need to take an inventory of what you're doing. Uh, you should not be in any of these uh, satanic holidays like Halloween. Okay, you need to watch, guard your eye gate, what you're watching. Before you give $20 to your child and say, go to the theater and have a good time you know, with your friends, ask them what they're going to see. Uh, I've seen thousands of movies, Dr. Pat, and I would, uh, I'm ashamed to say that, uh, but I would say maybe uh, less than 1% had any redeeming quality. At best, it, was, um, it did not impact me negatively. Worst case scenario, as in most cases, I'm left with something that I didn't uh, go there uh, to get. And that is demonic spirits will follow you home, folks. In fact, I saw a That's trailer right. the other day, and they've got the new Harry Potter movie out. Uh, so much stuff out there, folks, that will give Satan legal authority to attack you. Okay, the music, what you watch on TV, things that you bring in your homes. You know, what are you entertaining? You're actually literally entertaining demons. So I just wanted to uh, share that out there. You need to be on guard out there. It almost took me under, Dr. Pat. Well, but, let uh, you me know, thank you God something. for his mercy. When Harry Potter comes out, you can go to any secular bookstore that you want to go to, and you will see the mommies with their cars filled with their kids and their kids standing in line at 12 o'clock at night, which is usually released on a high witchcraft holiday. And uh, they're waiting for the doors to open. The doors of the bookstore open. The kids go in there like women going to a cell at Macy's. And they get in there because they want the latest book to see what's going on with Harry Potter. 
And uh, we watched, um, we went to a restaurant near one of the bookstores at the last release. Uh, it was a high day. And we sat and watched the mothers and the fathers bringing their kids down at midnight. God have And uh, so what happens is that the mamas and the fathers are putting their children on the altar of blood sacrifice to the devils. Because when you let your children read a Harry Potter book or a Narnia Chronicles, your right. child is going to get demon-possessed. Uh, I had a woman uh, to bring her teenage daughter into our, uh, into our church. Uh, Bishop Kenko was there. And so Bishop was ministering to the daughter. And what was going on with the daughter, uh, the daughter would sneak out of her window. She was 13 years old at nighttime, and she would go down into the rough parts of town and hang around in the topless bars. God have mercy. And so finally it got so that the pimps down there uh, grabbed the child and they kept her. So the mother went down there and stole her child back. And the pimps called the mother, and they said, they said, she belongs to us, and you will bring her back to us. And if you don't, uh, we're going to work some powers against you. So the mother brought the kid over to the church. She was an Assembly of God uh, lady. And so while Bishop was ministering to the girl, I said, well, I'll minister to the mother. And when I touched the mother, a man's voice came out of the mother's mouth and said, don't touch me. I said, who are you? And this demon said, she's mine and you can't have her. Good grief. And, I, I, and, and she, uh, she said, I go to the church every Sunday. How can I be demon possessed? I said, well, you heard it. She said, yes, I heard it speak. It wasn't me speaking, and I said, well, what are you doing? I don't do anything but go to church. I go to the Assembly of God Church every Sunday and every Wednesday. I love Jesus, she said. And I said, well, honey, I said, you're doing something. Why is your daughter sleep is sneaking out of the house going down to the pimps at midnight? And she said, I don't know. And and I said, well, what? I said, is she, have have you been taking her to see these uh, demonic movies, like Harry Potter and Chronicles of Narnia? She said, oh, I I, I bought them for her. She reads them. Oh God, have mercy. And 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 I had another woman that brought her little girl over. She was about eight years old. The little girl had two brothers, and the little girl just started taking her clothes off in front of her brothers. So the mother brought her over to us, and what happened was uh, um, the Lord told me, ask her about the Little Mermaid. So I said, honey, have you been reading The Little Mermaid? And she said, yes, ma'am. And the brother said, yeah, said we heard about that in school, said they've got backmasking on the uh, subliminals, on the little mermaid, take your clothes off. said, everybody at school's been talking about that. And so when you take your child to let Disney 
evangelize them, like the pastors filled up buses to let them evangelize their children, and they teach it in their Sunday school classes. And you'd buy those little toys, which are nothing but idolatry toys. You bring them into your house. Your child is going to have a devil, and it's going to be demon-possessed. And I cast devils out of children that have been to those magical movies. And I'm telling you, we are living in dangerous, perilous times. As I talk to you, the children are now possessed before they become teenagers. What the churches did, they turned the teenagers into uh, uh, wanting to list all these rock stars. They call themselves Christian rock stars. And uh, they invite them into the churches. Most of them play in the bars at night and play for the churches on Sunday. And uh, the children are getting captured. And there's nothing you can say or do to wake the people up. They just say, yeah, that's terrible. That film made me sick. I I couldn't watch it. That's the reactions that I'm getting up on, on Facebook. Uh, showing them that that film that we played at the beginnings of these shows. I'm telling you, friends, Jesus is coming back, and there's not very many people that are going to be saved because the church is dabbling in fortune tellers. They watch Montel Williams with the psychic uh, brown on there talking to dead people and giving them, oh, your mama died, oh. But it's just television. Do you know that television and computers have portals? And there's either good things coming out of those portals or bad things. And you better be praying about the portals that you're watching. Because my sister, my very sister, was watching something on television about AIDS. And she said something came out of that television and knocked her over on the floor. God have mercy. Spirits are real, and they're powerful, and they're strong. And the Lord had shown me some years back that um, these things are going to start personally appearing to people on the streets, in their house. We get calls on this program where spirits are coming in and raping men and women at nighttime. Let me tell you, better get right. I'm not trying to put fear on anybody. I'm trying to tell you that what we're talking about is real. And you better watch what you look at. You better watch uh, how you pray. And you better cover yourself with the blood of Jesus. And you should walk like a man or a woman of God. And you can't have one step in Disney World and one step in the kingdom of God. Or one step in the bar and one step in the church. Or you can't have your woman that you're having an adulterous affair with and your wife. You know, it's a choice. And uh, we're just here trying to tell you the truth. Uh, I know that some people don't want to hear the truth because the Bible says that they shall gather teachers that will tickle their ear. Now, let me read you a scripture that uh, fits in with the one that uh, a mega man just gave you. It's in 2 Corinthians 6, 15 through 17. It says, And what concord has Christ with Biel, who is the, that means devil, or what part he that believeth 
with an infidel. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temples of the living God. And God hath said, I will dwell with them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, be ye separate. So God expects his children not to just go and fellowship with just anybody, because you're going to get demons. You've got to separate yourself. The only time you fellowship with demons and people that are demons is if you're witnessing that Jesus will save them and Jesus will protect you. But you go out and hang around the bars with them and their parties, next thing you know, you're going to be drinking again or you're going to be smoking again because demons have influence. And people that have demons are going to do everything they can to get your soul back into the kingdom of the devil. Which is real. It's just like a yeah. dog, Dr. Pat, that you've shampooed and cleaned up and you let it go outside and play with the dogs, live in the street. The fleas are going yeah. to jump off the uh, the street dog right onto the other one, and they're both going to have fleas. Uh, these things transfer, folks. They come through uh, television. That's a portal. They come through drugs. Anything that will drop the hedge. Uh, you know, yeah. you hear of the term suspension of disbelief. That's what happens when you watch movies. You drop your hedge down for two hours so you can have some enjoyment. And uh, you know what's going on is fictitious when you're watching these movies, but uh, your mind starts to believe it for that two-hour period. Well, you drop the hedge, the demons fly into the gateway. Uh, they also can come over the telephone lines. I'll give you an example. And then we've got a call here for prayer. Um, I heard of a lady give me a testimony here recently, Dr. Pat. Uh, she was on the road taking a road trip, going down the road. Everything's fine. One of her sisters called up, and her sister started just to attack her. And, you know, pull up things from the past, and it was like, you know, sister, what's wrong with you? Are you, are you? She thought she was joking at first. And what was happening is this uh, demonic spirit had manifested, and it was trying to take down the lady. And the next thing you know, this uh, demon jumped off of her, jumped into the the lady driving the car, and all of a sudden uh, it upset her so bad, she just um, uncontrollably started to veer over into a ditch. If it hadn't been for the person riding with him to grab the wheel, and afterwards, yeah. she related, I don't know what happened to me. I was doing yeah. fine, and this uh, this spirit jumped on me. Folks, I've actually seen that happen. Uh, yeah. You'll be going along fine, and the spirit can transfer. So you have to be very careful who you're, who you're dealing with. You know, what fellowship does light have with darkness? You can't um, walk the straight and narrow and then go out there and party with the world. They'll pull you down. Um, well, see, here, here's a little note on the chat room, and it says, A family I know goes to the casinos practically every month. Do you know that uh, Todd Bentley is in Reno, Nevada, as I speak to you, ministering in a casino in Nevada with the casino owners paying him $5,000 a night? God have mercy. Todd Bentley, the one with the tattoos. The one with the evil angel called MRO, the one that uh, that uh, Joiner and uh, Peter Wagner and the bunch of them are trying to restore after he was drunk every night while he stood on the platform in Lakeland saying he was drunk on the Holy Ghost 
and having an affair with one of his workers. And then when we bound the demons, took his power away from him, then they tried to restore him. And he just simply left his wife and his little kids and married his mistress, and they called him Restored. This is no kind of a church that I've ever been a member of. And I'm telling you, we are in perilous times. Witchcraft is everywhere, everywhere. And you need to begin to seek God of the Bible, God of the King James Version of the Bible. Now, I don't see uh, that... uh, that uh, people uh, can see the difference. They think that it's okay for them to go anywhere they want to go, and they're protected. I go nowhere unless I pray about it. And if the Lord tells me not to go, I don't go. And, you know, I think here's here's this guy. He's saying, well, it's all right if they live in uh, Reno and they go to a buffet and uh, saw the advertisement for Bentley. No, it is not okay. Okay? Those places are inhabited places of devils. You want to go in there, go ahead. You're coming out with the devil, okay? Because there's nothing going to protect you in there. Go ahead. That's exactly right, folks. Uh, you know, the Word uh, says in Galatians five uh, one. let me pull this uh, scripture up here, it says, be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage, from which I have set you free. What you do is you get yourself entangled in what God intended you to be separated from, and you start carrying around this uh, this yoke around your neck, and you're all tied up, and the next thing you know, uh, you hear the person has backslid. They went back to their old ways. Folks, if uh, you, you are an alcoholic and you've gotten set free, you don't go back into the bars or start hanging around with people that drink. Uh, you can get pulled right back down in there. And what happens is is if you don't stay clean, covered in the blood, and uh, stay set free, then if you open up these doorways again, the demons you've been set free of will come back in seven times stronger the next time, and you may not get a second chance. Our phone lines are lighting up, Dr. Patton. Let's take a call. Well, let's and if go you need for prayer it. tonight, 917-889-2745. We'll pray with you. Uh, stand by. Okay, uh, caller, you're on there with Doctor Pat. How are you tonight? Hello. Hey, caller, how are you tonight? Hey, good. How are you? Doing really well. How can we help you tonight? Um, I was wondering if you could tell me about my aura. Yes, I can tell you about your aura. It's a light that's around your body, and uh, psychics claim that they can see it. And they claim that different colors means different states of your spirit. Uh, certain colors of aura could mean that you're healthy or sick or wise or whatever giblets that they say. Now, I can tell you that Christians uh, have a light, a bright light that comes out of their bodies. And uh, that's the way witches identify Christians because they can see that light that surrounds them. And in addition to seeing the light that surrounds them, they can see two angels standing on each side of them with flaming swords. And those swords are constantly twirling in front of the Christian, as uh, protecting this Christian from what that witch wants to do to them. 
Uh, are you born again? Yes, I am. My name is Bill Wagner. Yeah. And uh, tell me about how you got born again, Bill. I got born again because I, I went down to my my buddy's house, and he done showed me the TV with the Bible, and it was nice. Oh, really? What part of the country? You got such a wonderful southern accent like me. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm from Texas, right by like, Mexico, you know. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Um, yours is a little thicker than mine, I think, but I love those southern accents. So, now, Bill, have you, uh, ever, uh, have you ever gotten involved with Reiki healing? You I'm sorry, what? Reiki? You have any friends in yeah, Reiki? Yeah, yeah, Reiki, yeah. We, uh, we, we do, like, energy healing and stuff. Okay. And you say you got born again. Let's, let's deal with that first. You saw a guy with a Bible, and then what did you do? Did you ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins? Yeah, um, I have a friend named Michael Beaver, and uh, he did it yeah. to me. Like, all over, on my body and my asshole and like, on my back. Yeah. Yeah. And and I and afterwards I felt energized for like weeks, like like a whole moon cycle almost. Okay. Now what happened to you? That's an occult thing. And what she did to, was it a her or a he? It, it was a man. He was he like sixty years old. I'm a I'm seventeen. I'm calling from my dad's phone. Okay. Now what hey, brother, he right did now, to you? In the when name of Jesus Christ. Wait, 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 Bruce. He was, a, he was a priest. Wait, Bruce. Wait, Bruce. What he did is he did an occult thing to you, and we're going to bind that up right now. Go ahead, Bruce. All right. Brother, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your power demons inside. I bind your strong man. I bind your gatekeeper. I cage all of your demons up right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, your authority in this brother has been revoked right now. I command all your foul spirits, your foul spirit of mockery and blasphemy, go into the cage right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, rebuke you, you foul spirits. Okay, you're now, nothing but a spoofer, uh, uh, and the Lord rebuke you right now. Now, young man, let me ask you a question. Do you want Jesus Christ to save your soul? I want him Is to save me some cupcakes for when I get... Brother, the Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. I command okay, you to come out of him right now and go into a cage in Jesus' name. Okay, now you want to say a sinner's prayer or you want to get off the phone? He's off the phone, Dr. Pat. Okay. Uh, and you know what? Before we go, right now we cage up all his foul spirits and command him to go into a cage in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits, in the name of Jesus Christ. All right. Now everybody right. pray for him. That's right. Everybody Amen. in the chat room, go ahead. We have another one here. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Caller, I see you on three lines. Uh, what can we do for you tonight? Oh, hi there. How are you doing? How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I, that was kind of disturbing caller that just came. What was that about? Well, that was a person um, that didn't believe, and he was trying to mock what we're doing. That's all. I see. Why, well, why did you good. call? What what are you praise Jesus? Just call and praise Jesus and uh you know, praise Bill Wagner's penis up your butthole. You know what, brother? I bind you too in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord rebuke you, you foul spirits. 
I come against this foul spirit operating both these guys. I command you to be caged up in the name of Jesus Christ. Apply the blood of Jesus to that cage, and God, I ask that you and loose angels down right now Super to read the word of God yeah. those demon spirits. In Jesus' name. Every one of them. And, Lord, we ask that you send the Holy Ghost and convict these people. And we ask in the name of Jesus, God, that you turn them every way but loose, Holy Spirit. And don't let them walk around thinking they're wise and that they're funny, because this isn't funny. These kids are looking at hell wide open, waiting to swallow them up. And we are serious about their souls. We love them, and we ask you to save them, Jesus. We got another one? Uh, I've got a word for Dan Bizzle and Buck Wild. Uh, tell you what's going to happen. I'm putting you on warning right now. If you continue to mock the Holy Spirit tonight and Jesus Christ who sets people free, we'll pray that prayer that Paul did. I'm going to ask God, or Peter did, render you blind for 30 days, teach you a lesson. I'm going to use a scripture for that. In Jesus' name, let's go, to the, uh, let's go to the lines right here. Uh, you know what they happened when they... they um, the kids made fun of bald-headed Elijah, Dr. Pat, in the Word? Yeah, yeah. The bears came out of the woods. They died. I do. They died. Folks, it's and, a terrible yeah. thing to fall in the hands of an angry God, and God yes, doesn't think is. your wisecracks tonight are funny. You can, you can try to offend me. You Take all the shots you want, but uh, don't mess around with the Holy Spirit tonight. And that's what you're doing. You're huh. mocking. Okay, let's go to the next uh, caller here. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat. Hello. Yes, hello, hello. Colin. What can we do for you? Hi, how are you? Doing good. Um, yeah, I have a question about the Holy Spirit. Go ahead. Um, with the uh, Holy Spirit, um, are, is it okay to, you know, molest little children? Okay, I've identified I the I bind you now, up so. in the name of Jesus also. In Jesus' name. I know that there's a little group of you, and you think that you're real smart, but you're in danger of blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that that will not be forgiven on this side of the world or on the world to come, so you need to stop. This is just a warning to you, because Jesus warned us not to blaspheme the Holy Spirit, and you better stop. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I mean... uh... Uh, people can, folks, you know, you can uh, say what you want to against Jesus. You can even curse God. But Jesus said that if, uh, and I don't recommend that, but what I'm saying is uh, you come against the Holy Spirit, there is no forgiveness for that. Okay, you've just signed your death warrant for eternity. And that's what these people are boarding on, bordering on tonight. You know, if you don't want to hear about the deliverance, turn off the channel, go back to sleep. Because there are people out here that do want to be set free. Um all right, and if you have a, uh, a question, we find the like... COVID that has put these these people up to this in the name of Jesus. Every witch, the leader, every wizard, we bind you in the name of Jesus, and we command you and your devils to go into a cage, and we forbid those devils to ever serve you again. We take away your power in Jesus' name, yes. and the blood of Jesus over you, and we put a fire of the Holy Ghost around all of the people in the chat room. We put the blood of Jesus on them, and we put a tent over you. Yes. And every 
sacrifice that you make falls back on your head uh, from now on. Anything that you do for the devil turns back on you. We release our battering rams on you. And everything that you say do uh, against us or our God will fall back on you from this day forward. And we command those devils to torment you day and night until you come all the way for Jesus or you go where you're supposed to go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, we've got uh, 760-705-8888 calling in and prank calling tonight. Uh, we're on to you. Um, okay. You know, Dr. Pat, we've got about 48 minutes remaining. Uh, yeah, I think we've got I'm time great. to take some more calls, but also... Um, I would like you to go ahead and do a mass deliverance. Okay. And those people that are tuning in right now, they're fixing to get some deliverance. <laughs> yeah, let them tune in. Amen. Now, we people, want you to stay on right now. Go ahead. The people um, the people in the chat room, uh, I want you to pray. If you want deliverance, you have to be saved. Uh, you cannot get delivered unless you uh, turn to Jesus for delivery. And so, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you, in the name of Jesus, to forgive me for everything that I have ever done. I ask you to come and live in my heart and be my personal Savior. I give you my life. I will serve you from this day forward. I ask you to open me up and fill me with your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Now, we we started this thing by talking about uh, devils that were uh, in um, the Halloween. Yes. And all that is, is it's... Um, Seducing spirits, spirits of bondage, spirits of error, spirits of divination, and uh, it's perverse spirits, and it's also spirits of heaviness, spirits of the Antichrist, that's what those uh, people had, and it's a lying spirit. And also, these are all the spirits that are attacked to, attached to this Halloween spirit. Spirits of fear. Yes. It's spirits of death and dumb spirits and the spirits of the cult. And we take authority over all of these spirits that I just named. And we command in the name of Jesus that you go into a cage. Yes. All of you. Now, everyone listening that wants deliverance, I want you to take a deep breath and uh, just uh, command them to go into the cage. Also, uh, I want the ones that are ministers up here to pray, to pray, to pray for the ones that are getting deliverance right now. Now, I bind up according to Second Chronicles 33, 6. And he called his children past, to pass through the fire 
in the valley of the sons of Hinnom. Also, he observed times and used enchantments and used witchcraft and dealt with a familiar spirit and with wizards. He sought much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke them. And so, in the name of Jesus, we bind up the spirit of a cult according to Deuteronomy 5, 7 through 9. And we command the wizards, the witches, the familiar spirits, everyone that's in the sound of this tape or my voice, all those devils to be bound, enchantments and witchcraft, get into a cage right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we give you praise and glory, praise and glory, praise and glory. They're going into the cage right now in all of you. And now I bind up the spirit of fortune teller and soothsayer, stargazer, zodiac, horoscopes. Now I want you to say to the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry that I went to the horoscope, the fortune teller, the psychic, uh, read my fortune in papers, went to the horror movies. I ask you to forgive us in Jesus' name. Now, when you're talking in the chat room as those things are being bound, and you're talking about somebody and she's a she, and like you said, she casts confusion upon us, People don't know that you're not talking about me since I'm a she. So make yourself clear about that because we don't want our listeners to think that I'm a witch. <laughs> so please cover me on your side, okay? Yes. And so uh, we command those devils of magic, hypnotist, enchanter, false religion, cults, cults religious cults, Jehovah Witness, uh, Christian Science, Rosicrucian, Unity, Mormonism, Unitarian, Baha'i, Spiritualism, Scientology, Edgar Casey, Gene Dixon, Ruth Montgomery, Eastern Religions, TM and Yoga, and Karate, and the Third Wave, Todd Bentley, Cindy Jacobs, uh, the end-time handmaidens that are going to uh, go see Gwen Shaw, all of these religious devils just say, Lord, I'm sorry, I command them to go into the cage. Now take a deep breath and let them go into the cage right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay. Now what I want you to do is... I want you to say, Lord, witchcraft is the same as rebellion, according to 1 Samuel uh, 15.23. And, Lord, I've taken drugs. If you've done any of these, just confess them to Jesus, and he'll forgive you. Uh, Name the drugs, uh, marijuana, um, LSD, whatever it was. I don't know all of them, but whatever you did. Cocaine, heroin. Yeah. Uh, Lord, I went to a warlock, a witch, a sorcerer. And Lord, I smoked the water pipe. I did uh, cocaine, heroin. 
uh, Lord, I did the water witching. Uh, now, take a deep breath and just breathe those things right into that cage. That's Any spirits right. of ecstasy or crystal right. meth, come out in Jesus' name. That's right. That's right. Any kind of uh, Eastern karate spirits, uh, you go into the cage. And now, if you have anything in your house, after you get deliverance, I'm going to name these things, and you're going to have to go and get them out of your house after the show. We bind the spirits and objects, good luck charms, cult religions, rock and roll, records, tapes, idols, gods, crosses with Jesus hanging on them, uh, lice, uh, incense, Buddha, Ouija boards, books on occult, themes on the occult, jewelry, statues, all your heavy metal rock music, and all of your pornographic things that you've watched. Put them all in a great big garbage can and get them out of the house. And we for, we bind them up and we forbid anybody to find them ever in Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to stop here and I want you to take deep coughs and cough all that stuff out. Lord, we ask you to stand in front of each person and we ask that you deliver these people now in the name of Jesus. Just cough them out. Just cough them out. That's right. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Cough them all out. You may need a hanky or a napkin. In the, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bind up every devil. Every devil involved in the name of Jesus. The blood. The familiar spirits coming down your generational lines. Ten generations back. Ten generations forward. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise. Cough. Go ahead. Cough them out. Now, Lord Jesus, we ask that you send your warring angels to bind these devils and take them to the feet of Jesus for judgment before their time. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. Now, some of these come out through yawning. They come out through coughing. Some of them just come out with your eyes watering, your nose watering. Some of them will come out through your pores and your unspeakable parts. Uh, Just tell them to go. Now, we take authority over the martial art, the spirit called Kundalini. That snake spirit, we cut your head off. We cut your tail off. And I want you to say, Lord, I repent for going to third wave uh, meetings like uh, Todd Bentley and uh, Peter Wagner and that group and all of these uh, crazy Christians. I ask that you forgive me. Now take a deep breath and just cough them out. Cough them out. Every one of them. Here comes that snake spirit. In fact, I see a bunch of them coming up. All over the place. Praise They're God. coming up right now. They're coming up right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, we're going to uh, take authority over those mind spirits 
that came in when you got under the occult spirit. I'm going to tell you that witchcraft always works up in the mind. And uh, what it does is it takes control of your mind. And uh, so uh, say, Lord Jesus, I break the powers over my mind, my subconscious mind. I command every spirit that has layered itself into my mind, different spirits by different names that control my subconscious mind, the spirit of fantasy, of horror movies, of heavy metal rock bands, of Satanism, of blood sacrifices, of familiar spirits, of observer of times, of telepathy, clairvoyance, clairaudience, psychic powers, second sight, hypnosis, self-hypnosis, homopathic uh, machines and crystals, remote influence of subconscious mind, auras, metaphysics, mental science, self superstition, witchcraft, black witchcraft, white witchcraft, neutral witchcraft, magic, charms, good luck items, fetishes, runes, computer games, omelets, talisman, mascot, medals, crutes, uh, ink, birth signs, spell incantations, potions, Sorcery curses, materialization of support, ghost, uh, poltergeist. That's a, 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 a spirit that moves things around the house, poltergeist. Magic, healing, powwow. Uh, get into those cages, every one of these. Spiritism, psychic spirits, rod, pendulum. Diagnose trance spirits, uh, diagnosis hypnosis, acupuncture, yin and yang, all occult books, literature, music games, uh, dealing with the occult, horror movies, witchcraft, oriented cartoons, Harry Potter books, uh, the Chronicle of Narnia books, uh, all of the Halloween movies that you see, don't look at them this year. Ritualistic child abuse, human sacrifices, ancestral curses, false prophets, fortune telling, channeling, death spirits, new age movement, humanism, stargazing, zodiac, magic, exodus, horoscopes, warlock, witch, and sorcerers. We bind all of these spirits right now in the name of Jesus, in Dan Bissell. And we command those spirits to go into the cage right now in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory, God. And all of the people that are seeking deliverance, we bind those spirits right now in the name of Jesus, every one of them. All the UFO devils, that has come into you, that has played with your mind, the movies that you've watched, 
the Star Trek, all of the sci-fi movies, every ungodly witchcraft thing that you have watched. I bind all of the occult books, everything. Get into the cage in Jesus' name. According to Matthew 18.18, we bind all of the chains and we command them to fall off of you. And we loose your human spirit. And every devil that has bound you, get into the cage. And you be free in Jesus' name. We bind, we uh, loose the truth, the blood of Jesus. We loose the hunger for the word of God. We loose the power of God to come into your life. We loose the good spirits of God. Uh, all of the things shown over in Galatians, uh, all of those uh, good things that are shown there. Uh, I think it's chapter 3, Bruce. Um, in Jesus' name, we loose you in Jesus' name. And we ask the Lord to bind up all of the inanimate objects in your house and that he will show you those objects, idols, artifacts, and that you will destroy them. And we pray for the power of discerning of spirits, uh, for God to reveal the objects that may have occult spirits in them. And they can be pictures, images, statues, and we'll show you some of those things uh, at another time, according to the book, the book. Now, we take authority over all of the spirits of witchcraft coming down your family line 10 generations back, 10 generations forward. All of the occult spirits, religious spirits, uh, Jehovah Witness, Christian Science, Rosicrucian, Unity Mormonism, Unitarian, Baha'i, Spiritism, Scientology, Edgar Cayce, Ruth uh, Montgomery, Jean Dixon, uh, Catholicism, Yoga, TM, and all of the Eastern religions. And we command those things to get into a cage right now. And I want you to say, Lord, I loose myself from all of the cords that have me connected to my family line and all of the chains in Jesus' name that have me bound. I command these things to be broken off of me, and I break the yoke off of my neck. And I willingly say to you today, Lord, I give myself to you because you told me that your yoke is light, and I I willingly give myself to you. And all of the yokes and the cords and the bindings and the ropes and the chains, Everything that de the devil has used to bind me up, I break those powers right now. I break all the blocking spirits that block me from receiving the Holy Spirit, and I command those things to go into a cage and get out of me right now in Jesus' name. Now take a deep cough, a deep cough, and cough them all out. That's right. Cough them out. Some of you are yawning. Some of you are coughing. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes Lord. 
Well, you see, you you asked for forgiveness when you were saved, Peter Bergden, but did you ever go through any deliverance like Mary Magdalene when she was saved? Uh, the Bible says that Jesus cast seven devils out of her, and then he said, follow me, and then she was able to follow him for the rest of her life. What goes on in the American Christian churches is they just simply say if you're an alcoholic, a homosexual, which we bind up and send in the cages to, yes. and the adultery spirits and spiritual yes. adulteries, but what these uh, uh, pastors say, Christians can't have a demon and they never get you free. This is a part of the ministry. And in uh, Africa, at Bishop Canco's church and other churches that I've ministered in over there, they, uh, when a person comes in and, and witches come in, they do just what I just did to you. They bound them, they cast them out. And then they fill them with the Holy Ghost, and then those people can serve Jesus. And he has a church. He probably ministers to more than 30,000 people because he ha his wife has formed hundreds of churches, and he has too. And so what happens is when they cast the spirits out and they get filled with the Holy Ghost, it's like those people come out of the darkest light into the light of Jesus, and they can instantly see the grace and the difference in being a Christian. But over in America, you become a Christian, and initially you might have a feeling of something breaking off of you. But then all of those spirits that have never been driven off of you begin to take control of your life, and you're, you're warring with depression, uh, suicide, your old lifestyle, cigarettes, alcohol, and you're tempted and you just can't seem to get the victory over it, that's because those spirits have never been driven out of you. And once they're driven out, then you can walk as a saint and a Christian. So, yes, you were saved. But you've got to um, you've got to release your past, and Bishop Kenko calls it um, uh, releasing their past is what he calls it, and then they step into the new creation that Jesus died on the cross for them to be, and they're clean and they're white as snow, and they're filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so now that you've coughed them all out, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I want you to fill me with your Holy Spirit and fire. And then I want you to say, Lord Jesus, come in and burn all the hiding spirits out right now in Jesus' name. Now take a deep breath and just cough them out. That's right. The Holy Spirit is burning. He's burning. He's burning them out. He's burning them out. Go into the cage and go to the feet of Jesus. He's burning them out. Now I want you to say, Lord Jesus, the Bible says that you are the Savior, you are the Deliverer, 
and you are the one that baptizes in the Holy Ghost, I ask you, stand in front of me right now and fill me with the Holy Spirit. Now just lift your hands up and receiving. Lift your hands up and praising. That's right. Just go ahead. All hands in the air. Hands in the air. Praising Jesus. Praising Jesus. Praising Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Peter Bergadon, we won't hurt you. Go ahead and call in. We'd love to talk to you. That's right. Now, ask him, say, Holy Ghost, would you please give me the gift of tongues? The Bible in uh, 1 Corinthians 13 and 14 tells you that tongues are, are given as a gift from the Holy Ghost. He's the one that gives it to you. You don't have to practice any sounds. Just open up your mouth and let him speak through you. You just praise him and he'll baptize you right now and give you those gifts. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Son, Peter Bergen. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing your... Y'all all keep praising the Lord, your name right. But, you know, we don't... You're sinning. We don't care about what you did. We probably did worse than you ever thought about doing. Uh, every one of us in that chat room and, and me and Omega Man combined. So that's what Christianity is all about. Jesus yeah. loves the sinner And he came to save that which is lost. And he came to forgive you of your sins and wash you in his blood so you can be clean. That's all Christianity is about. You have a God that can drive all of those sins away from you. And all you got to do, in fact, just say it with me. Say, Lord, you do it so he'll know. Omega Man, you say it with me. Yes. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. Of all of my sins. Of all my sins. I ask you to accept me. I ask you to accept me. As your child. As your child. Come and live in my heart. Come and live in my heart. Because I repent from all of those sins. Because I repent of all my sins. All any sins of pedophilia, homosexuality, perversions, everything that I've ever done, Lord, is under the blood. Just say it's all under the blood. It's all under the blood, Lord, all the sins that I've committed. Now just come and live in my heart. Come and live in my heart. Now... Just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's right there. He's right there. All of those sins were things that you did that you were driving. Now you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. And we bind all of the family curses over you, all of the things that we named out tonight over everybody. We command all of those spirits to go into the cage. And we command those spirits, everything that we've talked about tonight, to go into the cage right now 
in yes. Jesus' name. Now, uh, Peter, take a deep breath and just cough them all out and they'll come out. A deep breath. That's right. Just cough them out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's Thank right. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I Amen, feel the man. Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. We he have says, the lines. Thank you. Yeah, Peter says thank you, so he feels the Holy Ghost. Now, Peter, Praise God. Peter, just do this. Say, Holy Ghost. Well, he's doing it. He's repenting. I'm sorry for all my sins in the flesh. Please forgive me, and God bless those girls. Lord, we ask that you save all of those girls and that you will heal his mind from being fragmented from all of those girls. And we ask that you bring all the fragmentation of his mind and put it back in his mind and make his mind whole. And we bind up all the dirty things that the devil did in his mind, and we command that controlling spirit of the octopus that you have to leave and Leviathan. We cut off all your heads and your tail, and we command all of those spirits to go into the cage, and you have to go too, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And all of the sins of the future, the cross will, Jesus did die for those, yes. Amen. Amen. Jesus is purifying your life. Amen. He is making you a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You never know what God's going to do, you know. And see, Chapman, this is how you work with the ministry. This is just like you would be if you were in my church and we were casting out devils or praying for people. We would call you altar workers. And you're altar workers when you assist people. As we're praying for somebody and you see somebody, you go and do just what you just I'm so proud of your chat room. I really am. Look at how they worked over that young man. Isn't that wonderful, Bruce? Amen. Praise God. And we're going to take a call here. And Uh, and we have another one that says, I'm a backslider. Okay. Uh, Chat room, go to work on that one, too, the same way. Amen. Amen. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat. How are you? Hello? Hey, Caller, how are you tonight? Good. How are you? Doing great. Good. Um, I've been on the air like last month, and uh, I just love what you guys are doing. And um, I was on, and you guys prayed for me once, and I've been set free. Praise the Lord. Now, I have um, a sister in the Lord. Um, I did a three-way with her, and um, she, she'll she explain a little bit more. But, you know, I brought her to the deliverance ministry where we do deliverance. Um, it's been Years and years, she hasn't been set free from depression and suicide. She'll tell you a little bit more, but it breaks my heart because I really love her, the sister in the Lord, and um, I know, you know, there's power and deliverance in the name of Jesus. So I thought it'd be um, worth a shot to bring her on right now. Mm-hmm. And oh but, no, go ahead. That's man. why we're here. 
Amen. See, see, we're not offended by what people have done. Uh, let me explain uh, just real quickly. The the young men that came on earlier, they came on as mockers. And there's a difference in somebody wanting to be set free from their past and somebody that wants to say nasty words and mock Jesus. We're not going to put up with a mocker. But we've all been down the road of sin, so we do understand sin. So you bring her on. Amen. Amen. Tuba, are you still on? Yes. Yeah? Okay. This hey there. Good evening. And, Hi. Um, Good evening. And then. Uh, have you become born again, darling? Yes. You asked Jesus to save you and come and live in your heart? Yes, I have, yes. And forgive you of all your sins. Now, what has happened is he did that when you asked him. If you asked him 10 years ago, he he saved you 10 years ago. But what happens is if nobody ever casts those spirits out of you, then they stay in there and they torment you. And they put you uh, in, uh, uh, what they'll do is they'll, They'll torment you, and they will confuse you, and they talk to your mind, and uh, they, they're they just not nice, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's, it's real simple to get free. So what I want you to do is say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Both of you can pray this, your other friend, too. Say, sure. Lord Jesus. You, too. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Of all of my sins. I put those sins. I put those sins. I put those sins under your blood. Under your blood. And I repent. And I repent from every one of them. From every one of them. Every one of them. And Lord Jesus, and Lord Jesus, I receive your forgiveness tonight. I receive your forgiveness tonight. And I ask you to deliver me. And I ask you to deliver me from all of these things that I did. From all of the things that I did. Because I repent. Because I repent. And you have forgiven me. And you have forgiven me. Forgiven me. And now tonight. And now tonight. I'm asking you to help us. I'm asking you to help us. To forgive ourselves. To forgive ourselves. Now say, Lord Jesus, I forgive myself. Lord Jesus, I forgive myself. And I ask you to take all of those perverted devils. And I ask you to take all those perverted devils. And put them in a cage. And put them in a cage. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Now, when this happened, were either one of you married? And what happened? What we're praying about. Um, well, for me, uh, 
I don't understand. Uh-uh. I haven't even explained my situation. Yeah, maybe you should explain your situation, Tuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please do. I'm I'm praying for all the demons to go into the cage so that you can be free to explain your situation. So you explain it now. Okay, you're alive? Yeah, we're alive. Okay. Uh-huh. But nobody knows who you are. We don't know who you are, so it doesn't matter what you say. Okay. I don't know who you are. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I just wanted to... Um, just... Uh, I have been through uh, a lot of prayers and a lot of ministries and everything, and uh, the problem with me is that I have... I, I was... Um, I have been struggling with depression for many, many years. But yeah. what's, what's come, I, the point that I'm at right now is that I had a breakdown last year, and there's uh, the doctors, they said that I don't, meds are not going to work for me anymore. Yeah. They and they, it wasn't working for me anymore. So I've come to a, poor, a point in my life where I... I know that I'm. I walk. I wake up. I get up. I eat. I take a shower. I think, uh, and everything. And I just don't have control over myself. I don't think it's me. It's like I'm on an automation. You know. Yeah. On automatic. Let, let me ask you this: Are you still on the drugs? Not exactly. No. Only on. Only on one of them. That's for sleep. And what what is it? It's Seroquel. It's a it's an atypical anti uh, antipsychotic anti. Uh, okay. Yeah. Psychotropic. Okay. Right. How how much are you taking? Uh, just twenty five milligrams at bedtime, but I take throughout the day. I take because I get thoughts and thoughts, uh, very very un unsettling thoughts. Um, very corrosive thoughts and I, I take that but th- the bottom line I think that even if those thoughts go away I want to know if I am real and why am I on automation all of a sudden because of the because meds used to work for me for 12 years and I was like really I knew who I was and I knew you know, I had control over my mind, over my thoughts, over everything. I had control over it. But now it's like I'm being controlled with my thoughts, and even my whole walk, my whole life is controlled, which, and I don't even know, like, I don't even have, I don't even believe. I just don't know what to believe anymore, that this is me, or this is just like I'm on automation, I'm losing my mind. But All right, now let me let me ask you this. Are you living with, uh, is this your sister-in-law that's, are you living with her now? Who Who's taking care of you is what I'm asking. I live with my mom. Okay. And you still go to the doctor? Yes. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell you that these uh, psychotropic drugs are very powerful. And uh, the Bible calls it uh, pharmakia, which means sorcery. 
And so the doctors give you these pills, and in the in the beginning, they they work, but then they get so that they they don't work. Okay, now they're very powerful, and you can't just stop taking them because it will put a shock in. Uh, uh, it will shock your entire spirit, and the only way that you uh, can get control over this is uh, working with a physician or a person very close that uh, will work with you and slowly, slowly take you off of these these uh, drugs. Because, uh, like, we can do deliverance. We can bind those spirits up. But uh, you, if you don't get off the drugs, they're just going to come back. And 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 so uh, we have to we have to tell you this because of the fact that if 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 we cast the demons out and you don't get off of those drugs, it's an open door. Now I've ministered to a lot of people, and uh, the ones that the ones that um, get on these drugs given by doctors, they think it's okay because the doctor gave it to them. Now, what you can do is you can go to the doctor and you can say, I want to get off of these, these pills because I'm losing my mind. And would you slowly wean me off? We're ministering to a woman that comes to our church and she's in the same situation. And her doctor is weaning her off very slowly, and she's getting better and better in Jesus' name. So now, here's what we're going to do with you. We've already caged a bunch of spirits, and we're going to cage these spirits up that are in you. And uh, when you cage a spirit, the spirit loses control over the person. Okay, but it it means that it's not going to happen instantly. It's going to be something that you're going to have to call and you're going to have to get prayer. Uh, Just like this is your church every week, you need to call uh, the prayer lines until you get strong enough so that you can so that you can get off so that you can get totally free. I can cast those devils out of you. I see some people just don't know what I'm talking about here. But I do have an article written about it up on uh, patholiday.com. Pastor Dennis has some articles and some MP3s on casting out uh, demons. It's either casting out demons or casting out devils. On his website, uh, we cannot tell you to stop taking those drugs. Only a doctor can do that. And uh, if if you uh, if we do, and so, if we, if I were to tell you to stop taking those drugs tonight, and you did that without a doctor uh, looking over you and slowly taking you off of those, then. Uh, it, you know, anything could happen. I'm just telling you, some of the people in the Absolutely. chat room. Uh, Dr. Pat, 
I'm going to have to call you right back. It sounds like uh, your Skype connection has dropped. Uh, just stand okay. by. Uh, folks, we have about five minutes left, but here's what we're going to do. Uh, we have people in the queue that have called in for prayer. We're going to get to everybody. If you would like prayer tonight, call 917-889-2745 and get into the queue here, and uh, we will pray with everybody who calls in, even after we go off the live stream in about four minutes. Uh, stand by here, callers. Uh, we're going to be right back. Let me just uh, get uh, Dr. Pat back on the line. Again, this is a live show. Uh, if you miss this program tonight, it will be up in the MP3 in about 10 minutes. And, again, we're going to keep the lines open uh, as long as it takes to get to everybody who would like prayer tonight, even after we go off the live stream, if you'll get into the queue now. Okay, uh, ladies, stand by just one minute. I'm going to bring uh, Dr. Pat back on, and we're going to pray with you. Okay. Give me one moment. Okay. Thank you so tremendous blessing. Shannon, a lot of us. So, uh, hey, it's, it's an honor and a pleasure to, to be here and serve. Mm-hmm. Hello. Dr. Pat, you back with us? Yeah. Okay. Now, well, I, did, uh, I just announced to everybody, if anybody would like prayer, call in at 917-889-2745, and we'll continue to pray even after we go off the stream here in a few minutes. Okay, we're okay. back. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, I want you to pray with me, and I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to help me. Help me, Lord. And I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. And I ask you to live in my heart. And I ask you to live in my heart. I repent from every sin. I repent from every sin. In Jesus' name. Okay, now, uh, we take authority over every sorcery drug, every mind-controlling drug, every devil of guilt, pain, every devil that's working on this woman's mind. You cannot have her. We bind up all ungodly recall, confusion, fragmented soul-drifting, mind-lapsed memories, Temporarily, amnesia, uh, ancestral curses, retardation, senility, ungodly soul ties, mental illness, insanity, psychiatry, uh, demonic subjection, occult, drugs, fear, lack of comprehensive, insecurity, insanity, bitterness, deception, and madness, and we command these things to go into a cage right now. We forbid you to control her mind, her body, or her spirit. We cut all the cords from her mind in the name of Jesus, and uh, you no longer have any powers over her at all in Jesus' name. And uh, I'm going to tell you something to do that's going to help your mind, when people get on those uh, psychotropic drugs, um, what some of the people that um, get them off of it tell them to do, they tell them to take the omega oil, three, six, and nine. 
and it uh, it takes away the inflammation out of the brain naturally, and also it has a healing effect of the damages that have occurred because of the drugs. And so you buy it over the counter, you buy it at any drugstore, you don't have to have a prescription, get a very powerful dose of it. Omega Man, do you know the dosages? Uh, yeah, you probably want to take about um, three of these soft gels a day, or you can get the uh, Carlson cod liver oil, and it's one tablespoon a day. Uh, also has a lot of omega-369. And take it with uh, with food, and uh, it'll work best. And all it is is a, it's it's a fish oil. It's not a, it's not a prescription or anything. But uh, some of the people that minister to people trying to get them off of those drugs, that's the way they do it. They put them on. Dr. Uh, Pat, um, she's yeah. been on it. Yeah, sorry, she's been on it for the past six months. She's yeah. been on a special nutritional support program for mental illness, uh, which yeah. includes omegas, which includes uh, essential vitamins, minerals, and everything she needs to get the brain, uh, brain functioning better and the nervous system to get up again. Okay. So, uh, well, see, then, then she's doing what I was telling her to do, but at the same time, what we are doing is working with her and her physician so that mm-hmm. she can get free. But we can't go in there and do anything medically for her. But I can tell you that she needs to be working to get off of that, and she can only do that with the physician. That's what I'm trying to tell her, because he's the one that would wean her off, and he has to agree to do that. She was on, two, I think, two different pills during the day, so we weaned yeah. her off of two yeah. by small, uh, by um, cutting the dosage by quarterly each time, you know, in small, small doses. Right. So we weaned her after two. And now she's back on, she's just on one for the night. So I think slowly she's getting off well, of that uh, as well. Let me ask a question. I just want to say something. Can I just say something, please? Sure. <laughs> um, you know, I have been doing this uh, coming off medication thing, this whole thing for about a year now. Uh, mm-hmm. On and off, coming off this one, coming off the next one. But I think um, the bottom, the I don't even know anymore if if I'm getting healed or I'm getting I'm going insane because I, like I said, everything that I do, that I say, it just really I feel like. I'm an automation. I don't even know if it's me anymore. Because kind of like I'm a zombie. Sure. See, that's what the pills do. The pills make you a zombie. And then the demons work with the pills. So what we're doing with you tonight is uh, we are telling you to continue to zero down on those uh, medications. And sister-in-law... My Y'all thoughts work are unbelievable. Her. My thoughts huh? are unbelievable. My thoughts. How can well, I? Well, I know that. We'll, I know that. Uh, you help her. Yeah, the ones that have been working with her on the drug thing, keep working with her because you see, they did that to my daughter. My daughter had a tremendous 
accident and died at the hospital, and she had brain uh, damage. Uh, Dr. Pat? Hmm? Let's see, ladies, are you still with me? Yes. Yeah, I'm with you, but I'm no longer on the chat room. So I don't know what they're saying, but I'm with her. I'm with. I'm listening. All right, uh, ladies, are y'all still with me? Yes. Okay, Doctor Pat, are you with me? Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're still going. Okay. Going, now, what I'm telling you is that this is this is not like we've had people to instantly get delivered. Instantly. This is not like that. This is like care. It's going to take care and it's going to take your uh doing what the what we're telling you to do and we can bind those devils uh we can pray for you and everybody on the chat room here that are listening to this will be praying for you and we're telling you to call back week by week with reports on how you're doing and we will uh, begin to be able to get you set free. Can you do that? Amen. Um, I can. Let try. me ask you a question there. Yes. Uh, before the trouble started, uh, did you play at all with anything uh, in the occult? Did you ever touch a Ouija board or go see a fortune teller? No. You got any idea no. what might have caused uh, when the problems might have started? Um, I had a very, um, bad, uh, circumstance, situation. It was, uh, actually, uh, very, very demonic. Uh, We're off the air, by the way, um, so you can, you can speak in, in confidence. Um, it's not streaming anymore. Go ahead, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, it was just, um, I was on medication for 12 years, and I... I was taken advantage of by my own counselor um, who had a relationship with me for um, almost two years. And okay. he was tormenting me mentally and emotionally. And then uh, the way it ended abruptly, it, it kind of uh, affected my psyche because I was like, why did this man do this to me? Why is there something wrong with me mentally? Uh, is there like, is there something wrong? So I went to, into, into a trauma state where the trauma is uh it's basically uh I'm lost like when I when they tried the meds again the same meds that I was on before it didn't work anymore because my brain it 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 sends a signal that it doesn't know who it is anymore like like it sends it sends a signal that I don't know who I am anymore when I take meds Therefore, let me just ask you a couple of general questions. Um, mm-hmm. When you went to see the um, the, um, the psychotherapist, um, mm-hmm. if I understand you correctly, that's when the uh, the psychotherapist started to have an affair with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Prior to that, um, were you promiscuous? In other words, did you have many sexual partners? Uh, Only reason I ask you that is because you can pick up demons through sexual relations. So, I mean, was it something that you'd had many, or um, how would you describe that? No, um, after I became, well, after I became a Christian, he was my only, he was the first partner that I had. Okay, prior now prior to that, to that, was, prior to that uh, did you have was, many boyfriends? Just a couple, yes. 
Okay. Um, any history in your family, um, your mother, your grandmother, did any of them ever battle with some issues and needed uh, medication? My dad. Okay. Does he battle with uh, depression and maybe some suicidal thoughts from time to time? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Dr. Pett, you still with me? Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, okay, I want to make sure I didn't lose you. Okay. Uh, the, the connection totally dropped, so it's just us four on now. Um, okay, so I was just trying to see what your history was. So your father uh, battled with some uh, depression. Um, about how old were you when you started to have these thoughts and had some issues? Um, I think um, at age uh, 18, pretty much, uh, when I... Uh, yeah, that's when I had rock bottom at, at age 18. Now, prior to that, were you um, engaging in any like casual drug use, marijuana, alcohol, anything like that? Nothing, no. Okay. To this day, I haven't done any uh, drugs. Um, alcohol was very limited occasionally. Um, I've only taken my medication. I haven't done anything else. Like uh, I've just, I've been, I've been doing everything. I wanted to do everything right, but I just. Somehow, uh, this therapist, he just came into my life and it just really, it, it knocked my senses, like, totally. And um, I was diagnosed, I don't know if you know about um, the, the the different titles that they give uh, for a different diagnosis. Yes, you do. Um, it's, the psychotherapist, is he the one that diagnosed you and recommended you go on some medication? No, no, no. No, not him. It's it's just, he was the, just a general counselor. But my psychiatrist is uh, there's other psychiatrists that I see, okay. and he, yeah, he's uh, he basically uh, they that well him and the the doctors at the hospital because I was hospitalized twice or uh, up to three times this year uh, between last. What year. did they uh, diagnose you with? What were they called? Borderline personality disorder. Okay. Uh, did you ever attempt suicide and try to slit your wrist? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when you when you say that uh, you're being plagued with these thoughts, what what are you hearing in your head? Is it telling you to uh, kill yourself, or um, what kind of thoughts are you hearing? Yes, absolutely. I hear thoughts that are telling me to kill myself. That I that I am uh, that I am. I'm not in control of my mind. I don't know who I am anymore. I've lost my identity. I've lost myself. And uh, I'm just living like an automation. This is, these, are the thoughts, these are the thoughts that keep coming. And I do things. I walk. I, I, will, you know, I get up, get out of bed, go out, do everything. But I just I question myself. I'm like, okay, am I on automation here? Am I really in control of my mind? What is going on with me? So it's basically, I feel like I'm going to go insane. And I have read a lot about borderline personality disorder that uh, uh, people lose con- connection with with the world. There's depersonalization, derealization. Um, there could be severe cases of it. I didn't, I didn't realize that. What it that sounds I like had... to me, if mm-hmm. I could um, make a statement, uh, Dr. Pat. My yeah. diagnosis would be that uh, she's got a spirit of suicide that has come down the family line through her father, 
And then when this psychotherapist took advantage of her, whatever foul spirits he had were sexually transmitted. So she's yeah. battling with uh, generational plus the uh, the uh, soul tie with that man and whatever came up through that. And then, of course, the medication is just doing nothing more but to drop that hedge and allow uh, just a, an open door for other spirits to come in. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, what what what's happened to her is that uh, the devils are telling her that she's uh, schizophrenic, and it's just devils in her. This we can handle the devils in her, but uh, I want to tell her a story. There's a man that we ministered to many years ago. And uh, this man was a um, transvestite. And he was uh, doing that back in the 70s when people didn't do that and uh, as openly as they do it now. And he was working in a bar. And uh, he would uh, work as, a, you know, a man dressed up like a woman thing. And right. one night he did his act, and all of a sudden... He went off into what they call a catatonic trance. They took him over to the insane asylum. There were some Christians that came into the insane asylum, and they went over to him, and they uh, they told him this scripture. And he's, he's in a catatonic uh, uh, trance. He, they can't, he can't talk to them. They said, they gave him this scripture, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but that of power and love and of a sound mind. Now, the first time that they said that scripture to him, he got one word, and that was the word love. They came back the next week, he got another word, power. And uh, finally, after about three weeks, he got the whole scripture. He could remember the whole scripture. And he came out of the catatonic trance. They led him to Jesus, and Jesus healed him. And he was out of the insane asylum in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And so probably what has happened to you is a spirit of fear has come over you a spirit of fear because of the molestation. And so I want you to say this scripture, and we're going to pray. Amen. And and you're going to promise that you're going to get off of the medications, okay? Are you listening? I am listening, but... Okay, I'm... now just say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. For every sin that I have ever committed. For every sin that I've ever committed. I ask you to help me. I ask you to help me. To not be afraid. To not be afraid. To trust you. Because the Bible says, because the Bible says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, 
but of power and of love and of love and of a sound mind and of a sound mind and today and today or tonight really i'm believing tonight i'm believing that you're going to give me a sound mind that you're going to give me a sound mind and I know that schizophrenia and I know that schizophrenia is uh is uh, having a double mind is having a double mind and I don't want a double mind and I don't want a double mind I want you to touch my mind tonight I want to touch I want you to touch my mind tonight and to heal me. And to heal me. From fear. From fear. From fear. From fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And heal my mind. And heal my mind. I thank you. I thank you. That you were healing my mind now. That you're healing my mind now. Yeah, in the, name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus. I break my power. I don't Dr. Bed, you're getting some feedback. Um, yeah. Your size. Uh, it may be if you see if your speakers are on. Let me try to speak off. Hello? Is it better? Okay, I can still hear you. Um, getting some feedback. And ask you to deliver me. And ask you to deliver me of fear. Of fear. I forgive that man. I forgive that man that molested me. That molested me. I ask you to forgive him. I ask you to forgive him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And now, you spirit of fear. I'm sorry, spirit of fear? Yeah. Go into the cage. Go into the cage. We bind you up. Bind you up. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, I command. I command. The spirit of schizophrenia. The spirit of schizophrenia. To come out into the cage. Come out into the cage. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I command the spirits of insanity. I command the spirit of insanity. To go into the cage. To go into the cage. The spirit of psychiatry. The spirit of psychiatry. To get into the cage. Get into the cage. The spirit of demonic subjection. Spirit of demonic subjection. To go into the cage. Go into the cage. I bind bitterness. I bind bitterness. Hate. Hate. Anger. Anger. The bondage to a person. 
bondage to a person. I cut those ties. I cut those ties. To that man. To that man. And command all of those perverse spirits. And command all those perverse spirits. Controlling spirits. Controlling spirits. To get into the cage. Get into the cage. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm a woman filled with agony. I'm a woman filled with agony. I have a broken spirit. I have a broken spirit. And a wounded spirit. And a, sorry, what? Wounded. A wounded spirit. A wounded spirit. And I command those spirits to go into the cage. And I command these spirits to go into the cage. I bind up all depressive spirits. I bind up all depressive spirits. The zombie spirits. The zombie spirits. Uh, escapism. Um, escapism. Escapism. Uh, fatigue. Fatigue. Gloom. Blame? Gloom. Now, from here on, I'm going to just name the rest of them and command them to go into the cage. And you just okay. you just be in agreement with me, okay? Dr. Uh, Pat, I, uh, did you take your headset off? Yeah. Uh, you're very muffled. Well, I'll try to put it back on, but we were getting such a feedback. Okay. So let me see how it does. You might uh, just also check, make sure your uh, laptop speakers are off. That could have fed it back in. Let's see what this does. Oh, that's that's much better. Can you all st still hear it, girls? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Con I'm sorry. Continue okay. on. Okay. And, and um, you say that uh, I'm going to just call these and cage them now. I'm going to bind up. A suicide, death wish, defeat, degraded, depression. I bind up insomnia, guilt, insecurity, melancholy, uh, mental illness, insanity, torment, torture, nervous, stress, murder, unworthiness, worry, controlling spirits, moodiness, nervous breakdown spirits and a subconscious pressure and being unloved and wanted. All of those things get into that cage. Come out and I, I bind up nerve spirits, abnormal sensitivity, nervousness, breakdown, cutting uh, disorders, drugs, madness, malfunction, of the nerves, nervous system, hypertension, insecurity, insomnia, dreams, stress, apprehension, pressure, headaches, hallucinations, and frigid fatigue and fear. Now, I want you, all of those spirits, you must go into the cage. Come on in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and just cough them out now. 
They're all bound and they're going to come out. We bind all you foul spirits. We weaken your power right now in Jesus' name. Take Say that we revoke call. your authority right now in Jesus' name. Take a deep call. If you want them out, take a deep call. Loose her right now in Jesus' name. I don't hear you talking, honey. Oh, what do you want me to do? Sorry. I want you to cough them out. Cough them out? <coughs> cough like that. Cough them out. All of them cough from you. Come out That's right wrong. now in the name of Jesus Christ. All of them come out. You cannot torment her. You cannot stay. The in the name of Jesus. Gatekeeper. She Jesus. has a sound mind. Or the blood of in Jesus in your throat. Jesus. A Jesus sound name. mind Loose in the name of Jesus. Name. All fear come out. Every blocking spirit of psychiatry, pharmacology, every devil, you will lose her mind. You're not you break all generational curses. You're not going to steal her mind. You're not going to steal her life. Now I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm believing you. I'm believing you to deliver me. To deliver me of fear, of fear, and insanity, and insanity, and schizophrenia, and schizophrenia. And I bind these up right now. Oh, sir, in Jesus' name, right now, come out. Come out. Take in the name of Jesus right Christ. Take a deep call. All now, come out. are mostly witches. We bind all of those witchcrafts, uh, devils, and command all those spirits right now to come out. They're caged to come out. Take Blue a call. You foul spirit. She does not want you. Come out in Jesus' name right now. You're Lord not you. staying. We You're not you. staying. Be weakened in Jesus' name. All foul spirits. Take a deep cough and cough them out. Everyone. Father God, oh. loose people to go in there and 
Check out the demonic spirits and bring them out, angels of God. Spirits of infirmity, death spirits, kidney spirits, failure, heart attack, strokes, diabetes, bones, muscles, disease, murder, overdose, injury, accidents, airplane, starvation. You foul spirits, look at Jesus. Anorexia, smoking, alcohol, suicide. Come out. Take a deep breath. Loosen in Jesus' name. Deep breath. (coughs) Out. Out. We break all hexes and vexes and curses and spells that have been sent against you and command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold in Jesus' name. All sexual spirits. All witchcraft off of you. All curses. We bind you up in the name of Jesus. Amen from that man. We bind the wounded spirits, sodomite, contentious sexual perversions, repulsive, effeminate, evil action. We bind all spirits. Peter of God, ravished woman, twisting the the world, uh, filthy-minded, Doctrinal era, folly, the twisting the word, uh, incestuous relationships, rape, all of the heretical, effeminate spirits, all spirits of come out. Looser in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and cough them out now. Go ahead. Come out. <laughs> all of them. All of them. I'm all of them. Nothing All foul spirits happen. that came in through sexual relations, we command you to come out in Jesus' name right now. Looser in Jesus' name. I bind Cut the all ungodly soul ties in Elizabeth. Jesus' And I, I, I bind Apollyon, Abaddon. I bind Incubus and Succubus spirits. Spirits of confusion. I command you Osmodeus. to get out. Asmodeus. Amen. All spirits Osmodeus. that came in through get your out. dream state, we bind you. Come out in Jesus' name. Get out. Looser right Get out. now. The blood in the of name Jesus. of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. Any Take witchcraft that came into the dream state, come out in Jesus' name. Deep cough and let them out. Looser in Jesus' name. Make them go. Only you can make them go. That's right. Father God, send the Holy Spirit in there to burn out any rebellious spirits that are not coming out in Jesus' name. Amen. Run them out, angels. The blood of the Lord. Angels to go in there with a sword the lowest point and drive them up, push them up, angels of God. Choke them out in the name of Jesus. We bind you. We find out the spirit of Antichrist coming from that psychiatrist. We bind up false prophet, deity of Jesus, denying against Christ. Any false uh, that came into Roman Catholicism, we bind you uh, in Jesus' Teachers name. of heresy denies the atonement, sacrifice to idols, deceiver, Occult, cramps, religious deception, God, I ask you worldly spirits, pierce through these rebellious foul spirits. Insect, in Jesus' name, everyone, come out. Loose the horns of heaven, Father God. Get out. These in Jesus Get name. out. In the name of Jesus, nothing can stay. Nothing is. Too Father big God, rain down hellfire and brimstone to strike these foul spirits in the name of Jesus. Everyone, come out everyone. in Jesus' name. We bind up that spirit of fear, phobias, trauma. We bind that gatekeeper, fear and trauma. 
You come out of her right now. You're caged. Take a deep cough. Trauma, fear, anxiety, depression, faint heart, oppressive. Pour the blood of Jesus on you right now. Untrusting, faithless, fear of death, fear of man, fear of horror, nightmares, terror. Oh, fear of losing your mind. Come out in Jesus' name. Every devil driving, come out. Come out. Fear of dying in the name of Jesus. Take a cough and cough them out. When loose the spirits of power and love and a sound mind into you right now, in Jesus' name. All spirits of infirmity, we bind you. Loose her mind right now, in Jesus' name. Come out. In the name of Jesus Ask Jesus. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. From my head to my feet. From my head to my feet. I thank you that you have forgiven me. I thank you that you have forgiven me. And I am worthy. And I am worthy. Because you died for me. Because you died for me. And I'm a new creation. And I'm a new creation. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Now come in and burn those spirits out of me in Jesus' name. Come in and burn all the spirits in me. Now take a deep breath and just let the Holy Ghost come in. A deep breath. Deep breath. That's right. And now, what I want you to do is say, come out all hidden spirits. Come out all hidden spirits. And take a deep breath. A deep breath. And blow them out. Just start coughing them out. Everyone's burning out now. All in the mind. We bind up uh, that octopus spirit up in the mind. We cut your legs off. We command you to come out. All mind-controlling spirits come out. All seductive spirits Closer from those drugs come out. Right All now. All children of fools with no names, come out in Jesus' name. Come out. Come out. Come, Come out. out. The blood is against you. The children of fools with no names. Looser. Jesus, Jesus name. has given her Pour the blood not of a Jesus spirit of fear, but power, right love, and a sound mind. We release the sound mind over her. All and spirits Jesus depression. said Come out. Jesus name. that those devils are subjected to him, those powers and principalities. And we bind the powers and principalities over her in the sea, in the heavens, and the earth. And we cut all your cords coming to her, your bindings, and we command her to be set free, and we command her spirit to be loosed right now. Come up and out. We break all any of those demonic yoke on you right now. She's come out. Come out. We loose the human spirit the Bible right now. Says, Whosoever the Son shall let free shall be free indeed. And she's free. Come out. All spirits of doubt and unbelief, Leviathan, loose her in Jesus' name. We command all those drug spirits to come out right now in the name of Jesus. Every drug spirit 
come out in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Take a deep breath and ask the Holy Ghost to fill those empty places. Say, fill those empty places. Take a deep breath and say, come in, Holy Spirit. Come in, Holy Spirit. And just lift your hands and let him fill those empty places. Fill, fill. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fill the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Fill him up. I, I, you can praise him, can't you? Let me hear you say, praise you, Jesus. 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 Praise Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. We give you praise and glory. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Ask God to boost your angels to go recover any pieces of a fragmented soul to find them and return them to the rightful place in Jesus' name. Let me ask you something. Are you feeling better? A little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, honest to, honest to God, I I will tell you that I've been anticipating very, very strongly in the past couple of months, actually, extreme, extreme suicidal ideation. And I've been asking God to strike me with something, with mm-hmm. because because I said to God that this is not the way to live. You know, if I if I don't even know my mind, if I don't know my identity anymore and my connection in the earth. Okay, well, God's going to give you an identity. See what happens when you become born again, and you ask God to forgive you tonight, didn't you? Yes. And when you become born again, the old person dies. The flesh person dies. And a new creation is risen up in Christ Jesus. The Bible calls it creature. A new creature uh, replaces that old flesh that you've been walking around with, the sinful flesh. And so... uh, you think of yourself no longer as a person with no identity. What your identity is, you belong to the new family of God. Jesus Christ has forgiven you of all your sins, and he loves you, and he's living inside of you, and day by day he's going to heal your mind. Day by day he's going to build you up as you read the word of God, And day by day, more spirits will come out, and he's going to totally set you free. And so don't think about what it was before we ministered to you. Think about what it is in the name of Jesus. And what it is is you belong to the family of God. And that makes you, that makes God your father, And it makes your old spirit has died and you're raised up in a new spirit with new flesh and you're covered with the blood of Jesus. 
And so being a new creation is something that is existing that never existed before. Now let me read you a scripture to show you that. And I bind any spirits of shame, and I command you to loose her right now in Jesus' name. Amen. It says in uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, and that means woman too, he or she is a new creature, old things, that means all of that crap that those devils were doing to you, have to pass away, and behold, all things are made new. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So what it's what this means is, uh, what's your name again? Uh, Tuba. T-O-O-B-A. Okay, Tiba. Uh, what it means is, you are that new woman of God. Now, this is important because you are what your mind tells you that you are. And that's why I'm taking a lot of time to explain this to you. Uh, I'm going to send um, a book uh, this, uh, to Omega Man mm-hmm. uh, about the new creation, and he'll send it to you if you want to send him your email address. Would you like to have that book to find out who you are? Sure. Okay, what you got to do, we don't care who you are. Uh, In other words, you can use a new email with a different name Mm -hmm. and say, I want the new creation book. And, And we won't know who you are. And he will mail that book. It's an e-book. And you start reading that e-book, and it explains what happens when you ask Jesus to save you. And it explains that all this stuff that they've been doing to your mind, the doctors cannot heal you, but Jesus can. I saw him heal my daughter's mind. And it may surprise you, he healed my mind when I got saved. And uh, I was under doctor's care. I wasn't under doctor's care. My husband was hiding me to keep me from having to go to the mental institution when I got saved. I don't talk about that to many people. But I, uh, he hid me, and I found Jesus right in the midst of all of that. And Jesus healed my mind. And uh, so I've ministered to many people where Jesus has healed their mind. And he can heal your mind. But you got to stop thinking about what they said about you. And I'm talking about those doctors and that medicine and those demons. And start thinking about what God says about you. Okay? Okay. Now, uh, I want Bruce to uh, pray for you. I'm looking for that book. Yes, Uh, Father God, we lift up Tuba right now in an agreement. You said where two or three are gathered, you are in the midst, Lord Jesus. So we thank you for 
this call tonight. Once again, we break off any witchcraft, any curses that have been sent against her, command them to, <coughs> to go back to where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, all evil spirits, all witchcraft attacks, all hexes and vexes, curses, spells, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose tuba right now. We bind up the gatekeeper, the strong man, all foul spirits. Be bound up right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Go back into the cage. Be weakened right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All foul spirit, all children of fools with no names, we rebuke you. Loose her and come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. You foul spirits. I'm not talking to Tuba. I'm talking I'll to you. Out. You foul spirits. Loose Tuba right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We're done playing with you. Pour the blood of Jesus down your throat right now. Father God, I ask that you and loose angels to go down right now. Encircle Tuba. Grab those foul spirits and choke them out, angels of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. We come from our position seated in Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. High above all principalities and powers and rulers. Lord says, whatever we bind on earth, be bound in heaven. And I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. So we have our authority, you foul spirits. We arrest you right now. Loose her and come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority over any generational curses. We stand in the gap for Tuba. We break any foul spirits that have come down the generational line through the Father. <coughs> come out in Jesus' name. All foul spirits, we bind you. Any witchcraft attacks, any curses coming down on either side of her family, back to ten generations. We cancel your authority right now, tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pour the blood of Jesus over all generational curses. Loose her in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay. Fill her with your Holy you, Spirit right uh, now, Father God. While you were praying for her, uh, did, did I hear her say that a psychiatrist or a doctor molested her? Yes, the uh, the psychotherapist that she went to see and trusted the guy um, molested her. Okay. Because what I got was uh, that that's a big gateway. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, they use uh, not only drugs, but they use hypnosis. Yes. And he hypnotized her. That's right. He for, yeah, and he forbid her to ever talk about that to anyone while she was under hypnosis okay. and made threats. And so uh, you need to get those out, threats, hypnosis, and bewitchments, and do uh, get uh, a lot of them are into blood sacrifices, and get that out. Right I'm now, having... Father God, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over all foul spirits that were put into her through this psychotherapist. We take authority over and bind them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. All spirits that were put in through hypnosis... They were introduced through trauma and through MPD and compartmentalization. We bind you in Jesus' name. All foul spirits that came in to that meeting with that hypnotherapist, we take authority over you and we command you to come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We go ahead and call them out. Invoke your authority right now, foul spirits. Any spirits that came in (coughs) through a sexual tie with him, we cut your tails off right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose them up. Break them up. Break them up. Come on. Any foul spirits associated with witchcraft that came in through him, 
come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Anything that came in through blood sacrifice up the family line, in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke you and loose her right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. We cut any ungodly soul ties right now that she's had with anybody else. We cut them in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, any spirits that were programmed into her, we rebuke you and we cancel your instructions right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, loose her mind right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord rebuke you, foul spirits. Come out right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. You must tell us your legal authority, or you must go right now. In the name of Jesus. You foul spirits, look at Jesus Christ right there, standing beside you right now. Bow your knee right now, and come out right now. In Jesus' name. Pour the blood of Jesus. Breathe them in. Coughing them out, honey. Be weakened, foul spirits, in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus to you right now. We saturate you with the blood of Jesus right now. The blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. What's going on? Spirits. How you feeling? I'm not sure. Come out, foul huh? spirit, in the yeah. name of Jesus Christ. I, uh, I know, I'm, I'm just, uh, really, it's been, uh, since last November that I've been like this, and I'm really scared. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. All know. spirits I'm of fear, we life. rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. We bind up the spirit of fear, doubt and unbelief that she can be made whole. Come out in Jesus' name. We loosen to her right now, power and love and a sound mind. I loosen to her wisdom and knowledge in accordance with Ephesians one seventeen right now. In the name Security of Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ. Now listen, I'm this book that I told you I was going to send you. Mm-hmm. I'm sending it to you, but now this is a book that I've written that I that I've never published before. But um, it's I'm um, uh, sending it. I'll be sending it to Bruce. Uh, can you get in uh, uh, Word documents or PDF or what? Sure. Uh- do you do you have um do you have MS Word uh Tuba? Yes, I think I do. Yeah. Yes, she Dr. does. Dr. Pat, do you, do you want to give her your direct email? Uh I'm going to let you send it to her. Okay. No problem. And to- and here's the thing, when you get it, I can send it in Word or uh or Adobe PDF, which one is the best for you? Oh, it doesn't matter, actually. Can you get in PDF files? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, then I'm going to save it in PDF and send it to you. Now this is um, this this has never been published. You'll be the very first person that that has ever read this. But this okay. is uh, this is uh, going to help you 
because um, I wrote it for people to understand how your mind gets renewed. Renewed. When um, see what's happened to you is you need to know who you are in Christ and how He makes a, a mind that is sick. He it He heals it just like. If somebody's got cancer or cripple or blind, he healed them. He can heal your mind, too. And so that's what what you're going to do. And then you uh, let the Word of God pray, play over you. Uh, if you got, you need the King James Version of the Word of God, do you have that? I have a, I have a couple of... Bibles, but I, I use the New Living Translation. Uh, no, NLV. No. no, what I want you to do is to throw away every Bible except the King James Version mm-hmm. and listen to it. Whether you understand it or not, you will understand it because there's power in the Word and uh, the Word acts with the name of Jesus for healing. And if you let that King James Version play over your mind, the Bible says that your mind becomes renewed by hearing the Word of God in Romans. And so that's what I'm trying to get you to do, is to get your mind renewed so that it's renewed to the things of God and not to the things of the um, psychiatrist. Know what I mean? Yes. Uh, you've got have you got that on DVD or CD? The Bible? No. Yes. Did you put it up yet, uh, Omega Man? Oh, um, no, ma'am. In fact, I need a I need a copy to put up there. Uh, I did get the uh, the Bible search tool that you sent. Um, Tubo, I'll tell you what you do. If you'll email me at uh, Shannon, that's S H A N N O N, at OmegaManRadio.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't remember that, just go to OmegaManRadio.com and click on the send me an email. And uh, if you will email us an address, we'll send you uh, a copy of the Bible on CD. And, of course, I'm going to email back the uh, the PDF of this book Dr. Pat's going to send. And we've got some other material we'll send to you if you can get us an address to mail it to you. We'll keep you totally, your name totally confidential. Um, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Yeah, is your sister private. is that your sister in law on the phone with you? Oh no, it's just a friend. Oh, okay. Um well uh now the thing that you got to promise me that we could get some deliverance on you tonight, you know. And you've got to promise me that you will do everything you can to get off of those drugs and I don't want you to just stop them. Suddenly, I want you to uh, zero them down a little, take them for battle. Say you cut a little piece of the drug off, and then you take that for a week. And then the next week, you cut a little piece more, and you keep you keep zeroing yourself down until they're totally gone. Uh, we got Kathy, my daughter, off of them. Some jerky psychiatrist put her on them. And uh, we were able to get her off of those drugs uh, without the doctor, but you have to be faithful to do it. 
if um, trying to get up on the internet. Absolutely. Now, and what we're going to do is that we've already started to lay siege of these foul spirits. You're going to get better and better as the week goes by. And we okay. can take authority over any other foul spirit remaining. We cage up all foul spirits. We cage them up right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Apply the blood of Jesus to this cage. Ask God that you loose the war angels to go down right now and marinate these foul spirits with the word of God. We ask God that you loose warrior angels down right now over Tuba and her friend for their protection. We ask for a wall of fire with the Holy Spirit around them right now in accordance with Zechariah 2 and 5. We ask God that you loose blindness and confusion on any remaining foul spirits. We command you foul spirits to turn on each other in civil war right now in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood of Jesus to you, your house, your property, your vehicles, finances in the name of Jesus. We see right now, to your mind, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ right now. We're going to keep working with you. Go ahead. And lead her and lead her in a prayer confessing that her mind is healed by the blood of Jesus. But see, I'm trying to get you know how I am with computers, so I'm trying to get this book so that I can send it. So that's why he's doing everything, but I'm listening. Go ahead. Tuba, we can just pray something simple like this. Uh, you can just re- repeat after me. Uh Father God in Jesus' name. Father God, in Jesus' name. I want to thank you for delivering me tonight. I want to thank you for delivering me tonight. I want to thank you for the the healing that you're doing right now on my mind. I want to thank you for the healing that you're doing right now on my mind. I thank you for forgiving me for anything that has happened to me in my past. Thank you for forgiving me for anything that has happened to me in my past. And I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would just come into my life and and fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I ask that you would renew my mind. And I ask that you would renew my mind. And I command any foul spirits that are remaining in me. And I command any foul spirits that are remaining in me. To go for me right now. Go for me right now. I hate you, you demons. I hate you, demons. You have no more authority over me or my mind. You have no more authority over me or my mind. Loose me right now in Jesus' name. Loose me right now in Jesus' name. Father God, I ask that you would fill any vacancies in me with the Holy Spirit. Father God, Father God I ask that you fill any vacancies in me with your Holy Spirit. And I apply the blood of Jesus to my mind. I apply the blood of Jesus to my mind. In Jesus' name we pray, Father God. Thank you for restoring my mind. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for restoring my mind. Amen. Thank you so much. Now what would happen Are you feeling better? Are you feeling better? A little bit. I, I feel that my mind is it's 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 coming a, a little bit, like it's it's shifting. Uh mm-hmm. but it would just yeah. <laughs> it's a little I just I I just hope that um It'll come back. Mine came back, Kathy's came back, 
I've seen the Lord restore many minds. You just do what we tell you to do, and it'll come back. We command any foul spirits trying to keep a foothold or grip on her mind to loose her in the name of Jesus Christ. Set her free right now, in Jesus' name. Speak healing to your mind right now, in the name of Jesus. I agree. Um, you, you will get your mind back uh, every day that you can be in the Word of God and just get the King James Bible, just open it up, and just start reading, and uh, you're going to grow stronger every day. The work is already in progress right now. Okay. Well, thank you. And, and I, we're going yeah. to continue to pray with you. Would you um, call us back next Saturday, and we'll pray with you again? Sure. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah has, uh, uh, sorry, um, it's on Omega Man, right? OmegaMan.com? Yeah, I'll give you all the information. I got a, I got a King James Bible for you, too, so. Mm, thank you, my dear. You're welcome. The Lord the Amen. Lord loves you, Tubo. And uh, he's, he's going to set you free, and you're going to be restored uh, every day that you wake up. Just get in the Word and just say, thank you, Father God, for for healing my mind 